listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I got this CG, but a nigga stay real though. I'm fly, I'm ill, I'm running shit. Three points, field goal. Rapper used to laugh like I tripped and fell. Cause I don't stun a gold cross like a Christian bell. Yeah, they staring at me jealous cause I do shows bigger. But they looks don't help like an old gold digger. Uncool, but lyrically I'm a stone cold killer. So it's 400 blows for these true foe niggas. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tips podcast with your host Rod and Karen. And we're back in the house on a Thursday. Yes, we uh, are. And uh, we're actually um, possibly recording at the same time as Blacking It Up. I don't know how long they went today. Oh, that's right. They haven't recorded late. They recorded late yesterday, too. Yeah, so it's a possibility that people either, we either competing with them or people went straight from political to ratchet. You know, hopefully with a little after black in between to keep, you know, everything on the up and up. But, uh, yeah, so... They might be going straight from learning about, you know, what's going on in the government, <laughs> what happened with that recall and that cheese eating state. And uh, they're going to go from that to uh, us talking about, you know, all sorts of uh, bullshit. So welcome to the Blackout Tips, people. Yes, sir. Um, this is a comedy podcast that we host. And by we, I mean me and my beautiful wife three times a week. Uh, the motto of the show is nothing's wrong if it's funny. That's right. If you want to catch up to us, it's very easy. 
all you got to do is go to the black guy who tips.com while you're there you can leave comments on itunes facebook podomatic and stitcher radio you can donate to the account you can uh, subscribe you can go to the store you can join our facebook all that stuff right from the black tips.com you can check out our blog it's very easy check out our tumblr um you can call the show 704-557-0186 uh leave us a voicemail throughout the week talk to us live on saturdays when we do our feedback show that's 704-557-0186 you can email us the blackout tips at gmail.com uh make sure you're doing that we're also on twitter i'm at rodimus prime i'm say that again that as in d-a-t and the show twitter is at t-b-g-w-t um and last night we actually did an episode of our other podcast spoiled movie reviews yes, um karen sir. why don't you tell them where they can find that Spoil movie reviews. For those of you that don't know about that, that's a podcast that me, Rod, Chris, and Kev from the Insanity Check, and Brandon from West My 40 Acres do. We do it every other Wednesday. We did a show last night. We covered uh, Men in Black 3. And just so you know, it's spoiled. So if you don't want the shit spoiled, don't don't go listen to it. And our next show, it will be the 20th of this month. Uh, we can be found on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and we're now on Lipson. Um, now you can go straight to the uh, podcast um, from our Facebook page, and we are no longer on Podomatic. Um, and because of that change, we have a new RSS feed, so you need to resubscribe on iTunes. Just search for Spoil Movie Reviews. You can also find Spoil Movie Reviews on Facebook, Google+, Plus, Tumblr, and um, our Twitter on Twitter, and our Twitter is at SpoilMoviePod. And we want to hear from you guys. What do you think about it? Um, you can email the show at SpoiledMovieReviews at gmail.com. And don't forget to give us five stars because when we, when we um, changed the lips and we lost all our five-star reviews. So uh, for those of you that had gave them, you, you can also give them again. We, we, we're good with, with, with ten stars. We, we, we don't mind. We'll take them all. And the same rule with this replies, applies to the Black Eye Who Tips. We only read five stars. Four and a half, we won't read that shit. Just just let you know. Yeah, we read all five-star reviews on the air, on the podcast, and that podcast is also live on Vocal. Yes, it is. And also, we want you to know that we also do have a Donate Your Account. You can go to donateyouraccount.com slash boardmoviepod. You can donate your account on Twitter and Facebook, guys. All right, cool. And, uh, yeah, don't forget to do that also for the Blackout Tips. Uh, Donateyouraccount.com slash TBGWT. Uh, we appreciate all the ways, all the various ways that people help us get the word out about the show uh, definitely is working. Uh, when we look at our, us compared to other people, we seem to be doing pretty well. So uh, thank you, guys. Uh, thank you for participating. Um, yes. The official weapon of the show is? The taser. An unofficial sport. It is Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Yes, sir. And today we're flying solo. No guests, so we should, hopefully we won't get derailed for 45 minutes we talking about some bullshit. Um, uh, we won't be, uh, talking about girls, um, for 45 minutes and what it means to black people. I mean, we can talk about girls, but not that type of girls. Uh, apparently we will be able to love ourselves today, uh, mm-hmm. since, uh, no Tyler Perry will be discussed. Oh, uh, no, we ain't talking about Tyler Perry. Now, let's see one of your articles, sir. So we're, uh, it's going to be a good show, man. And a lot of people like when Karen and I do a show by ourselves every once in a while and, uh, yeah, fuck it. Let's do it for the old school. <laughs> Let's do it live. All right, so we got three sponsors today, Karen. Oh, shit. Did you say uno, dos, tres, bro, my friend? Yeah, we just uh, set a record um, today with three sponsors for the podcast. 
Um, now I'm going to do them all. Uh, you know, it's easy to get to talk about sponsoring the show. Just email us at theblackoutest at gmail.com. Um, it's not that expensive. And, uh, if you have a product you'd like to promote, man, we're always in the business of promoting it. And, uh, you know, we read our copyright, man. We'll do you guys right. Yep, not only that, our fans, uh, they looking for new products. So if you got something, please hit us up and we will send you all that information. We do have loyal fans. All right, let's start with the first sponsor, the, the man who was stuck by us through thick and thin, uh, the first person to reach out to us and, um, want to sponsor like a lot of podcasts and stuff. And that's, uh, Shadow Dial Productions, my man Dexter. Uh, consummate professional. Um, we actually, uh, and I actually have to work again this Saturday, but I actually w- wanted to go see them last Saturday. We we're going to do a show on location with Shadow Dog Productions at Underground Sound and, uh, I had to work. Yes. And I was sick all, all week. It was just, it was yeah. just like a fucked up week, man. It really, really was. And it sucks, man, cause Dexter is good people. Uh, yes, he is. I was looking forward to going too. Yeah, he's very professional, but more, more so than that, man, he's just also fun to be around. He always he is. has a good cast of people yes, he that, does. Uh, that can be a guest on the show and stuff like that. So, um, stuff like that is really, um, you know, it's disheartening that we didn't get to see him, but we will have him on the show via Skype, uh, Sunday. So, um, Look forward to that, people. But um, today's podcast is brought to you by the comedy audio play Stuck, starring friends of the podcast. People, you've all heard their voices before. John Fouts, Nathaniel J. Brown, and Alexa Yeams. It's 10 minutes long, and it's only 99 cents. For the love of Christ, can't you spend 99 cents, people? I think they can, sir. I think it always can. helps us out, man. So uh, it would be nice if people... Um, you know, we're spending money uh, on our sponsors to help us out, man, because once they're gone, I'm telling you, man, I'm just chopping minutes off the show. It's gonna, you I'm gonna, are not. I'm going to be wrapping up guest race in five minutes. I'm going to be like, Mm-mm. I'm gonna be like, a man today was white. The end. Let's go to the, let's wrap it up, Karen. Mm-hmm. It's time to go get mm-hmm. some sushi. No. Uh, it's 10 minutes long and only 99 cents. Go to shadowdollproductions.com slash stuck dot html don't forget the dot html uh but the link will be up on the black it just will go, just look under sponsors and you can find it all um matter of fact you do that you can find any audio play they've ever had us promote any dvd all the links and everything's intact um so if you want to hear a four-year-old girl slam dunk on nathaniel j brown check it out and keep in mind nathaniel j brown is a big dude so Yes, he if, is. If uh, girls are dunking on him, that must be hilarious. <laughs> I clear it is. Um, all right. Um, we also have another sponsor. And uh, this one is the second uh, oldest sponsor. It's Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. You know, they uh, they believe in us, Karen. They do. They believe in y'all. They know and what, I what also y'all be- want. What they also believe in is sexy time. Oh, yeah. I like sexy time. Ain't nothing like sexy time. Yeah. So let's get some sexy music going. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! This sounds like some Love Jones shit. <laughs> African butterfly, see the moon in her eyes because her ass is flying. She's not going to work, but she got my shirt hypno ties. Fellas, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Well, why aren't you? You selfish son of a bitch. <laughs> I bet you don't even pass the ball when you go to the YMCA. Oh, that ain't good. Be a team player. Mm-hmm. Ladies, 
are you looking to be spiced up in the bedroom yeah are you looking to be rocked in the bedroom if your girl is spicing things up in the kitchen the least you can do is spice things up in the bedroom i'm trying to tell you i mean if she gonna cook you can at least make it sure it's worth it to her right now you put those video game joysticks down and you get to sucking some ass because it's about time to surprise your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult yes, movie. Yes, it is. And I don't mean rated R. Mm-hmm. I mean rated triple X. The best kind. Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist unless you're some type of lame. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only you get 50% off of just about any damn item in the store. Yes, sir. And they have a lot of items on adamandeve.com, y'all. Yes, they do. I'm talking nipple clamps. Mm-hmm. Talking cock rings. Talking about rabbits and vibrators and exactly. all kinds of stuff. You get, they got uh, uh, big bats and gallons of lube. You mm-hmm. can buy your thousand condoms for those that, of you that really get it in a lot. Yes, and you want to be safe. But that's not all. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. When you select your one item for half off, you also receive three free adult DVDs, which is more than two. Yes, sir. And they will inspire you. But if that's not enough, they give you an extra gift that is so central. How central, baby? That I can't tell you what it is. I don't even know. And to top it all off, they throw in free shipping yes. on your entire order. Your entire order. Not just the dildos or the videos mm. or the extra gift all of it yes so check out adamandeve.com today for the special offer you get 50 percent off of one item will you type in tbgwt for the offer code upon checkout yes sir three free dvds a free extra gift and free shipping just put in that offer code tbgwt at adamandeve Com. Yes, and you can use that code as many times as you need to, guys. That's right. That's right. Now, I mean, I, I need, like, now this this is our third third sponsor, Karen, and we we never had three sponsors before. I know. Before. I don't know how to behave. I'm getting nervous. I don't want to mess this up, man. I don't want to mess this up. Like, uh, I need some music that, uh, that, 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 that makes women feel beautiful, Karen. You got okay. any suggestions? But uh, something that make women feel beautiful. Don't they got a song? Because I see you in the type of. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you? Don't know you beautiful. I like that. Is that would that work that for, the, for for what we're working on right mm-hmm. now? All right, let's let's play what makes you beautiful. Yeah, that's right, ladies. You're insecure. Mm-hmm. Don't know what for. Are you considering a fashion show or photo shoot and need a seasoned professional makeup artist? Of course you are, because you're beautiful. Yes. All these fine women that listen to our podcast. I say, I know it's so. We have models. We have people that need seasoned professional makeup. Because don't you hate when you see somebody with bad makeup? And you oh, see it all the time. Oh, my gosh. Like a fucking clown. Yes. Right. You just want to, like, reach their nose and honk on it a little bit. Like, yes, I do. Like, you ever see somebody's makeup so bad, and you just want to be like, what happened to you? I, yeah, I seen people make up so bad. I just want to take around and wipe their face. Baby, start over again. Start over. Who yeah. let you go out of the house like this? Like, you see somebody make up so bad, and it's like, are you a domestic violence victim? Like, what, <laughs> yes. are, you, what are you covering up? Yes. Who hurt you? Yes. It was like, why you let your baby draw on your face, honey? Well, do you have a special event coming up, such as prom, wedding, or glam party, and need that glamorous touch? Or do you just need some hands-on training from a celebrity makeup artist? Woo-hoo! Then visit LDB Cosmetics for your makeup artistry needs. We at LDB Cosmetics believe that everyone is beautiful. 
They and are. our technique for applying makeup is specifically designed to bring out the beauty in every person, no matter race, age, or gender. And I like that. It's not like, yes. you know, like, because that's the thing. You know, I watch Basketball Wives, and you look at Jennifer's makeup, and you're like, you know, I don't know if I would buy your makeup, because look at you. You know what I'm I saying? I know it's so. But it, it's, it's actually, uh, it's actually when, uh, looks better when someone tailors their makeup to the person. Yes. To, you know? to, yeah. To, to oh, finish. I got a story about that once you finish, but yes. Like, you ever go to, like, inside one of those mall stores where they put makeup on people yeah, and I'll, it's obvious that that is not for that person? Oh, my God, They're yes. just trying to make it fit? Like, no. No, you get a professional. Yes, make a little, and it don't matter. So, for the cheesy that's out there, for the black folks out there, for the Spanish, the straight, the gay, they do it for everybody. And don't worry about pricing. LDB Cosmetic Services are very affordable and will be decided during your consultation so they'll work with you and we can all use that in obama's economy i know so for the more for more information visit ldbcosmetics.com email them at info at ldbcosmetics.com or call them at 443-531-4634 that's 443-531-4634 and remember keep it beauty yes keep it beauty Thank you. By the way, this this white song is my fucking jam. <laughs> you don't know. Oh, oh. You don't know you're beautiful. That's my shit. Anyway. Oh, when we was talking about the makeup, yes, mm-hmm. honey. I had went with my cousin to the mall, and uh, we was like, yeah, I've never tried those kiosks, because most of the time, I'd be looking like, bitch, get away from me. I'm trying to go buy some other shit, and I don't want to be bothered. But I said, I'll stop by and get some makeup on. Right. So she put some makeup on me, and oh, my God, I looked a hot fucking mess. The ma- I think the makeup was, like, too light for my skin, and I looked terrible. Like, so I... I'm glad there are people out there that know how to put on makeup to match your skin tone. It makes a huge difference. Yeah, I, I mean, that's the thing. And I don't know if a lot of guys notice this. I, I mean, I'm not a person that's into a lot of makeup anyway. But, um, like, it is a huge difference between um, no makeup and bad makeup. Like, I would rather see a chick with no, no makeup. makeup than really fucked up makeup. And Me a lot of, too. A lot of uh, women don't really learn to apply makeup correctly mm-hmm. uh, at a young age a lot of times. And, you know, they, you know, especially when you're sneaking and putting it on and shit like that. And you see these women, they just have these clown faces. They're like clown and, fish. And, 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 and they do. And like I said, and, and it's just me personally. I just have pet peeves when it comes to makeup. I like make, makeup to look natural. Maybe that's just me. And I like for it to like blend into your neck because it's nothing like you see somebody look like she chopped her makeup at her neck. Yeah, right. You know, look like she went around her face and made like, cause, and that's just my. Yeah, when I worked me. at IHOP, there was this waitress that liked me. And, uh, she was like, uh, you know, she was trying to holler at me and stuff. And, um, she like gave me a hug and I just had brown makeup all over my white shirt. Like, yeah. Her whole face, like her neck was like a whole completely different color than her face. Yep. Um, yep. That happens a lot. A lot of that comes from people not getting the correct foundation, people not get mixing their foundations up correctly. Um, and also, like I said, this is just my pet peeve. Um, I don't, uh, I don't like like big puffy red cheeks. You know how somebody look like right. they just like they took and took two tomatoes and smacked them upside their face. I don't I don't like that look either.
either yeah so uh make sure you guys check them out and uh of course it'll all we'll have all this on the blackouttips.com um so you guys can check it out man but uh yes and everybody is beautiful with or without makeup we just want you to look good with your makeup on ladies yeah if you're gonna go makeup um holler at a professional especially if somebody's gonna work with you yes ladies and and gentlemen gentlemen will make up too all right well i got some um random thoughts here karen okay we don't have any guests to interview or get in the way. So it's let's just, just do me it. and you, Ooh, um, baby. You, you, response videos on YouTube are the worst thing to ever happen to YouTube. Say that again. Like, I'm so fucking tired of when you go to look for uh, something on YouTube. And you get more responses. And yeah, like the number yeah. one thing. It's like, hey, uh, and it's something, you know, like I wanted to hear or see this uh erica badu video that we're going to talk about and apparently it's been a big controversy on twitter and all this stuff so i'm like all right cool i want to check this out i go on youtube and the first thing i see is some random ratchet ass girl replying to fucking mm-hmm. the uh the erica badu like uh, first of all erica badu put out a video and she was naked looking <laughs> like a hoe and you're like what what are we doing you're you're not even showing any of the video and i don't know who you are little girl but this shit is not what i clicked on this no and and also i think that's partially google's fault like if i'm searching for something the video ought to be the first thing to show up and then the responses but yeah you end up if the responses get more play than the videos google will put that shit above the video well it's youtube i don't even know what youtube is doing i go to youtube.com youtube i search for what i want and the first thing that pops up is a fucking response video it's without fail it could be like the most it, the video can have a million hits and it, the first thing that pops up is some random person with a webcam talking about yeah man so this is what i think about what obama ah, said don't nobody give a shit what you think about baby right. i, I want to hear i want to see the video right it's like yeah man uh let me tell you about the avengers i'm like what what, what are we doing i just want to see the avengers trailer that's you it, know though. it's like uh, it's like they watched it for you and then they telling you about it like hey man the avengers trailer was bullshit and that, man let me tell you 12 reasons why i'm like dude and that, that's the thing when you get read by the camcorder and, and there's no nothing wrong with everybody having a voice but uh, that I'm goes not, back to it's, youtube it's not their fault yeah it's youtube's fault that's for right. not getting the search parameters right that's i don't care right. about like if i wanted to see someone's opinion on uh kanye west's new video i would go look up that guy's opinion if I but if I, if I want to see his video, I think the video should pop up first. Yes, like, or, or either you get all the fucking remixes of it. Like sometimes when you look for something, you won't even get the original version of what you're looking for. Yeah. Um. Another thing I was thinking about. Um. Last show, uh, we were talking about blackness and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, somebody was, and I was saying how equality is like. Um. When you can be black in a room full of white people, eat some watermelon and not feel anything. That's right. Um, and then they don't say anything to you and stuff. It's just like normal because, you know, you're a human being and they recognize your humanity. I so know. So why would that and stand you're not, out? You're not, look at, you're not looked at as less than. Yeah. And you don't feel less than and stuff like that. Right. Well, um, I was thinking like now, though. And I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but like if you're at work or something and everybody's like, hey, we're going to bring in some um, some, some potluck, right? We're going to bring it. We have a potluck, then everybody bring in something. And somebody brings in watermelon, right? Mm-hmm. And like it could be a bunch of white people sitting in the break room eating watermelon. And if you go get a slice of watermelon and then you bite into it, have you ever noticed that all of them stop and look at you? <laughs> <laughs> same thing same thing with fried chicken i noticed this shit with fried chicken too like if somebody home makes fried chicken and you come in and get a piece like everybody's already eating it and then they see you bite into it and they'll stop and you by some like law of i don't know transition you become 
the de facto expert on fried chicken and watermelon. Like that happens to me all the time. It's like, uh, and then they look at you like, uh, this is some, uh, this is some uh, good fried chicken. What, what, what you think, Rod? Oh, because if you says that, it's, it's almost like if the black person says bad, it's bad. If they right. say, it's good. oh, like you become the determining factor. Like, yeah. like, like sweet tea. Uh, this is my rule. If white folks say your tea ain't sweet, nigga, your tea ain't sweet. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I know. But that's not them being an expert. That's no, like, that's not. That's like if they were all drinking sweet tea and you came in and took a sip and was like, oh, what is this? And they'd be like, yeah, right. It's terrible, right? I, what do you think? Is, is it bad? Uh, like, that's you, what I'm you, saying. You become the measuring stick. Like, I would yeah. eat, like, I would actually be like eating some fried chicken just like them and they were all grubbing. And then I take like two bites and put it down. They're like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> The chicken is obviously terrible. Right? Who who made that? Who made that? They need to be shot. And I don't know if it's because they know, you know, that we're genetically predispositioned to eating it. So I don't know if they're saying like if it's it's so bad that Rod doesn't like it, then Jesus, it must be terrible. Yeah. Or if they're saying Rod is such a connoisseur of the chicken and watermelon mm-hmm. that his opinion trumps all. Yep, because he's the only black person around. Yeah, man. So I just fuck with people sometimes, man. I just come in, take a bite of watermelon. It's all delicious. And I spit it out and throw it in the trash and go, ugh. Why? Just to fuck with them, Karen. Don't they, do that. Watermelon is delicious. They be like, oh, something must be wrong with this watermelon. I was like, it's not up to my Negro standards. <laughs> Who brought this watermelon? <laughs> my standards are higher. And why does this watermelon not have no seeds? You know we have seeds being contest. The other thing I like, too, is if I, like, bite into some watermelon and all the white people look at me and it gets quiet. And then I go, hmm, this was, uh, this was made in Florida, wasn't it? <laughs> you can taste the miles on the watermelon. I can taste, I can taste by the, by the sweetness. Uh, you can taste what trucker got packed in. This was this was raised uh, in uh, this was raised with sixty uh, percent. Uh, yeah, this yeah this mm-hmm, yeah this is definitely yeah yeah this was actually this was actually raised uh, with a, a barn that had sixty percent pigs, and uh, the manure from the pigs were actually used in the dirt. To what, uh, ferment the melons. What did, what did they take the seed and you know do some genetic stuff to the seed to be sure that it met your standards, sir? Well, no. When I taste it, I just I don't know any of this shit. I'm making it up. I'm just eating it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, mm. up. oh, okay, yeah. This is below the below the equator, and uh, okay, this is raised on the north side of a barn, and clearly, the average temperature there was around. 78 degrees of course during the harvesting season um uh you know what this and this this is definitely from a patch where about 40 percent of the melons made it i can yeah i can tell these things i can just uh and then they'll uh, well is it good you know because by then they're all staring at you i'm like yes they are sir uh you know i give it uh uh i give i, I like it's finished um uh, the aftertaste is sweet but also robust uh, I would give this melon a 7.25 out of 10. So, uh, this is yeah, pretty they, good. They, this they, is pretty they, good. They need to, um, and then like the first bite, I don't even bite it. I just take my fingers and break off a piece and squish it in my fingers and then drop it on the ground. And then, test and, the tenderness? and then I smell my fingers. So it's like, they're like, Oh my God, this guy must. It's, it's like wine tasting. It's like, this guy must know what he's talking about. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Same thing with chicken. You know, you bring it in there. Mm-mm. And the first thing I do is, I, I before I bite it, 
I sniff it real hard, like. <sighs> Doing getting high off the chicken, sir? No, you just smell it and you go, hmm, okay. Your this rules, is, uh, your rules is too fucking complex. Was this, uh, was this a cornmeal or is this a flour based, uh, what, what kind of coating is this? Like, oh my god, it's Rod must know what he's talking about. Did they use all purpose flour, baby? Right. I don't know, I'll be like, mm. Okay, it's salt. Pepper. Pepper. Paprika. Mm, is um, this uh did you huh. did you okay um, so someone used a little bit of uh yeah i taste it yeah someone used uh red pepper flakes in this yes who's yes, this yes and, and and someone actually double dipped i taste a little bit of uh, buttermilk in here right i'm like oh okay i see uh <laughs> this is not shake and bake you know oh no don't do shake and bake yeah, and if i if it's just like shake and bake i just i don't eat it like i just look at it and go who who ate this chicken shirley is this shake and bake <laughs> you, you bring shake and bake to a potluck but like this is real cornflakes this is not yeah. shake and bake meanwhile i get all my chicken from like kfc and just bring it into work of course white, pe- white people can't tell the difference <laughs> like, mm, chicken and then they eat it they eat it in front of you to like prove that they cool because if you yeah, say it's different than chicken if you say it's good chicken they're just like oh it's good right thanks i'm like that's right i approve of you white people you're welcome <laughs> good job eating that chicken um, so, um, a while back, uh, we were moving and I took the day off mm-hmm. and, uh, I don't know if everybody remembers if they were even listening to the podcast back in the day, but, um, I got fired, basically got laid off on my day off and Karen's birthday. Yep. Same day. So, uh, I was like sitting at home chilling and I got a call on like a random Thursday and it was like, Hey, I know you took the day off today, but, uh, do you want to come into the office? It was like coming to the office for what? And it was like, uh, well, um, I hate to do this over the phone. And it was some dude I never talked to before in my life. So I was like, you hate to do what over the phone, man? I don't know. He's like, uh, well, we were laying some people off today. Uh, we laid off like about, uh, 70 people. Damn. uh, Yeah, they clean house. We're having our end of, uh, you know, we're having our closeout means. I can either mail your paperwork to you or you can, uh, come in and get it. And I was like, fuck. So, uh, people were texting me, you know, on my way over there and stuff. I had to put on like, khakis and like a dress shirt and i, yeah. I should have you should have came in and flip flops and t-shirt what's wrong with you sir yeah in hindsight i should have just came in what i was wearing already and shit come yeah in, yeah come into my drawers and like a wife beater and shit i would have like yeah man what's going on dog like y'all firing niggas what's up dog what's up yeah like, let me sign these papers and take my <laughs> ass back home then is this what a firing line start shit <laughs> Let me <laughs> let me know. I got I'd a call with, of du- duty to play. I'd have came with rollers in my head and shit. Right. I should have came up there like that. But instead, I you know I came through and shit. And uh, you know they laid me off and stuff. And uh, so we were we had the day off for packing to move, uh, you know, to the new apartment. And I get a call on my phone, and uh, you know, and I've told my boss at work about how I got laid off at at you know my old job mm-hmm. and how fucked up it was and stuff. So I'm at home and I get a. <laughs> I get a phone call from work and I'm like, well, they know I had the day off. I cleared it. Everything's cool. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure why they would be calling me. Maybe they need something. I pick up the phone and it's like this lady from human resources. <laughs> oh my goodness, man. I had like a half second flashback. Like, like what the fuck man again? Twice. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm a good employee. What the fuck did I do wrong this time? I was like, fuck it, we're going to go black out with this a full time then. Yeah, I was like, is this like some shit? That, is this just like what happens? Is y'all fire niggas on their day? They wait till you had a day off. <laughs> they, That's the rule. They wait till you chill. <laughs> yes. Hey, we ain't uh, going to hide nobody to cuss us out in person. Hey, Rod, how's Honolulu? 
um yeah i know this phone call is probably costing you extra minutes i was actually hoping you didn't pick up um uh, but uh i just had to let you know um don't come in anymore you know but but nah they were just calling um about something about checking the security on my badge or something and then it turns out that when i came to work the next time it wasn't working so i don't even know why they made that call but man nigga i was scared as shit dog like my heart my heart froze for a second like <laughs> the fuck is this again <laughs> but like two times in a row fuck it yeah i got to work my boss is like oh yeah i probably shouldn't have, i probably should have told her i call you myself because uh, i was like yeah you're right i did have a flashback that shit was scary as hell man <laughs> um so you know how we both wear headphones at work listen to podcasts yes and we do uh and i normally wear mine to avoid conversation me too sir me too yeah so and um, people people act like them shits don't matter right that fucking pisses me off the hell off and i don't wear the small earbuds that people hit no i wear the ones like i got on right now these are my headphones at work so right. it's obviously that i do not want to be disturbed right and i see I, I graduated like what i went i used to start i had i used to buy headphones and i would cut one earbud off and keep mm-hmm. one in like secret service right but then I realized that that was a little too inviting. People feel like yes. they, they feel like you actually want to talk to them and shit. Yes. So I was like, okay, I got to graduate. So then I, I went to the two two earbuds in. Mm-hmm. And even then, that's not enough. And mm-hmm. and the thing is, when you have headphones on, people still talk to you like normal voice. Yes, they do. Like, they don't even give a fuck. Like, like they will literally just be like... Hey Rod, you see the game last night? And meanwhile, I'm over at my desk, like head bogging and shit. Like, and it's obviously that you can't hear them, right? So and, why the fuck and I'm are you jamming to me. That's right. It's not even like I'm just sitting there like laughing or something. Like I'm jamming half the time. It's like you don't know you're beautiful, and they're like, Hey Rod, uh, you see the game last night? Beautiful. <laughs> And it was like eventually they had, then they act like they get an attitude with you and shit. Like Rod, Rod, huh, Rod, and you're like, What? What? Hey, did you see the game last night? I'm like, What the fuck, man? This isn't even about work. No. And, fucking up my jam. And, and, and I think that's the part that, ma- that makes me angry. I think that a lot of people don't understand the definition of work. And I think a lot of people come to work to socialize and shit and shit don't get done. And my thing is that um, it's very irritating. And people walk by the cube all the time and they speak. And I don't say anything because I have my headphones on. Sometimes I can hear you and I fucking won't speak. I got shit to do. Yeah, and when it's too, um like... When it's too obvious that they're talking about bullshit, sometimes I will ignore them. I'll I do. Hear, I, I will do. hear them and be like, mm-hmm. I can hear the whole conversation. I keep. I, sometimes I pop my head with nothing going on in my earphones just to look like I'm fucking. Yeah, busy. I've done that before. Yeah, not even really on purpose. Like nope. I just, I just be bobbing my head like, please don't come on and talk to me. And um, so I noticed this right, you know, and I and I was I was thinking like, man, this, you know, I wish there was a way. Because half the time, that questions are bullshit, right? Yes, it is. You know, when it's work-related, I get it, man. Hey, it's work-related. You need to explain something. That's cool. But half the time, it's bullshit. So I was thinking what they someone needs to invent, you know, like how you can plug your iPhone in and talk to it and shit, like Siri. Mm-hmm. They need to invent Siri headphones. And they're not for the person listening to the music. It's for everybody else. Yes. So they come over and they can be like, hey, Rod, what'd you think about the game yesterday? And you be like, mm, boop. The game was pretty good. Okay. Boop. Like, wouldn't that be dope? Yes. It, it, you know? It, like, it, hey, man, what you, th- you think it's going to rain? Boop. Looks like it's going to rain. 60 degrees today. Bring an umbrella. Boop. That would be tight. <laughs> Only thing they were like, what are you listening to? Boop. 
I cannot divulge that information. No, I don't give a fuck. I would let it tell them. What, <laughs> what are you listening to? Two chains. Boop. Listening to Mercy featuring Two Chains, Kanye West, uh-uh, my, my, Big Sean, my, my be get Pusha T. Mommy like Two Chains. Oh, oh, okay. I guess I will leave you alone when you Two Chains. Well, your Siri might talk like that. Mine wouldn't talk like that. <laughs> We're still working in a professional environment. Oh, okay. Okay. You so so your, I gotta get you my. You can get wife. your ghetto ass Siri if you want to. <laughs> well, you oh, got my, you my got bad. lot. You got love Siri. Shasiri. 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 You got Shasiri and shit. But, um, but I was thinking, like, uh, that would be awesome if it was just something that uh, could, like, answer the inane questions and shit. On your behalf. That I didn't have to worry about. You know, you're like, Shasiri, you got this, girl. Go on, go on and tell them, uh, what's on, you know, like, uh, hey, Rod, did you see the show last night? Deep. What show? Boop. Uh, you know, um, Mad Men. You watch Mad Men? Boop. Rod does not watch Mad Men. Boop. And I can just be, the whole time I can still be in my head like, you don't know you're beautiful. Like, uh, I don't have to uh, worry about this yes. shit. Yes. And, and, and a lot of times I think it's, um, I think that some people think the headphones are rude, but what I found out about them motherfuckers, they nosy and they just want to fucking talk. Like people, right. honestly, people that think the headphones are annoying, they get bored at work and they just want to talk to everybody around them. And they feel like no talking and silence drives some people nuts. I've just realized it's in the workplace. And it's almost like, you getting shit accomplished? I'm not, so ain't nobody. You be like, <laughs> fuck you! Leave me the fuck alone! <laughs> yeah. Work. Yeah. I see you over here trying to work. Yes! Like a fucking sellout. What you think they pay us for, to do a job? No, they pay us to talk and gossip all damn day. But, um, actually, man, uh, speaking of talking and gossip, um... I want to talk about this because uh, I, I didn't get a chance to really talk about it because we kept getting derailed and we never really got an actual, um, I don't know. We like we just never really were able to get it together during our show and get to some of our random thoughts and shit. Okay. So almost everything turned into like some sidetrack bullshit. So um, something happened on Twitter a couple weeks ago and I just didn't get to talk about it. Okay. Ha- have you ever seen these people tweet about this $200 date thing? Yes, it's been a while ago. So you know, you know what it is. I kind of do. Where did it get started from? I'm not sure exactly what started this shit, but basically, um, somebody asked, like, you know, basically, like, and it's all, it's either a woman or a dude that starts with the, you know, I call it a two hundred dollar date. If you had to tell, take a chick out on two hundred dollar date, then she ain't shit, and she a gold digger. And then the women start with, if you can't afford to take a woman out on a two hundred dollar date, then you don't deserve to be getting no pussy or something like that. Yeah, this, and this starts and said women and men bullshit about yeah, people. you then, ain't fucking. Yeah, then men and women start going in on each other and all this shit. And um, here's the thing: um, if if I can't afford a two hundred dollar date. Then I'm already cool because I would never spend that money. Like I would never worry about a woman that demands a two hundred dollar date. Like that shit will never be in my fucking periphery, man. And then the thing is, like, it's a bunch of single people that mm-hmm. are basic. They're essentially talking about like first dates and shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, income is proportional and all that shit. So, yes, it is. So, like, to some dude that's rich, maybe two hundred dollars ain't shit. That's right. I'm not in that percentage of people. Two hundred dollars means a lot to me. Like, and I would never spend that amount of money on someone I don't know that I'm just dating because 
I would start looking at them and just seeing the things I could have spent $200 on. I know so. And I'm pretty sure the date wouldn't go too good as they start ordering and it starts adding up in my head. And I'm just thinking to myself like, huh, <laughs> Dark Knight Arkham City. Huh? What? Oh, I mean, uh, no, uh, go ahead and get could've, the lobster. Could have got DLC too, dog. Yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> It's like it's, that'd be like, like uh, they'd be like yeah um I would like to get um the salad and uh can I add a lobster tail to my salad uh Rod what are you what what are you gonna gentlemen what are you thinking about getting um I was thinking about getting some more shirts from Champs and a uh, pair of basketball yeah, shoes yeah I was thinking I might get the Connect right but I changed my <laughs> mind now right. because my Connect went into her plate I was thinking about my car tax and that's never gonna happen so uh yeah well i guess i'll get the water and extra napkins please sir yes like i I mean the thing is though like i wouldn't worry about anyone i couldn't afford to date anyway and that's right and it's up to everybody if you want to have your standard of two hundred dollars is how you want to set the minimum dating fee for you fine like i I wouldn't be mad like honestly um and i i guess dudes that are single must look at life differently than i did they do but but when I like look at a person, matter of fact, this goes for men and women. Like I'm kind of hoping that y'all say some shit that can get you out of my life and make my life simpler, because it's much simpler to not have people in your life. More people, more problems, right? I know it's so. So like when I'm talking to somebody and then they say some ridiculous ass, like, yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, I only fuck hoes that. Uh, you know, that'll let you come in the eye. I'll be like, hmm, okay. So me and this dude don't have to worry about hanging out too much longer. Lock. Yeah, it's like, you know, I don't mind if they 15. <laughs> Am I right? Grass on the field, let's play ball. I'm like, oh, right. Lord. This relationship will never lead the YMCA. Good. Oh, Glad to know that. That's right. But, uh, yeah, like, I, like so Sound for like me. you be locked up pretty soon, sir. If I was a dude and I was out here dating chicks and a chick told me, like, Two hundred dollars on the first date is just what's the deal? And if if you can't afford it, you a broke ass nigga. I just be like, oh cool, I'm a broke ass nigga. We'll then. never date. That's right. And and there's and there's we can nothing, be and there's there's nothing wrong with that. And I feel like everybody has their standards, male and female. And my thing is that to me, it's a non discussion. I mean, right. maybe maybe I'm looking at it from a simplistic manner. Mm-hmm. But you know what? If they say two hundred dollars, you can't afford it. You just walk away. Why are we fussing and arguing and going back and, and forth? Also, it. doesn't it seem directly inverse to like what dating should be? Because to me, a two hundred dollar date is some shit you do for somebody that you fucking love. That, that yeah. Like like and, and like it's funny how people work so backwards. It's like, well, after we get to know each other, I could just start taking you to Wendy's all the time. It's like, yeah, but if I was gonna do a two hundred dollar date, if that was if that was something yeah. that I would like to save my money up for and treat somebody to a very nice time. I would I would actually rather do that for somebody that loves and knows me a hundred percent and all that shit than do that shit for somebody that I don't know because you know a lot of times with dating it's always about starting off on these false pretenses and yes. starting off with an image that's not really you. That's right, and not only that, to to me, male and females set standards that they can't keep. Right. You know, like like if, if you sucked his dick every day or, or, or you had sex with him all the time, then when y'all get together, you don't. You set these false standards that you knew that you weren't going to keep. And same thing with the male. You, you, you pay for these meals. You do all these things for her when you know that's not really you. 
right and I, and you see it a lot like you know people you know when people ask for dating advice and shit it's, it's always some shit like that and it's like you know what though like can you keep it up that's my question that's can right. you keep it up just, because just be you right i get that everyone's playing the game and you gotta pretend you gotta do this you gotta do that but it's always weird when it's people that's like yeah man you know i took her out to the beach and then we just went down yeah and uh rented jet sk- jet skis and we you were like nigga do you plan on doing this often we went parasailing i'm like what the fuck did y'all do for the second date i said that Cause, again cause it's hard to follow up parasailing with shonies you know what I, I know it's so uh, buy one get one free or we we split in golden corral two for 20 right like and even and it's like even if um you know for people that are like um you know should women have sex on the first date and shit like that if that's some shit you do then yes but if it's not your shit then why would you do that like is well he spent two hundred dollars yes but you don't like fucking regular strangers and shit hello like you're gonna feel all fucked up the next day and try to make that man go to church and wash off the sin leave that let that man be that's right why can't, why can't we settle on applebee's and a hand job that's all i'm saying that's it that, that's it i mean we, we we can meet each other halfway right can I get a hug that's a little creepily too long at the end of the night and uh, some chilies? I'll do that. Yes, because I, th- I think for us, uh, when we were younger, our, our first date was uh, play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were, I mean, or, you know, and of course, you know, uh, uh, Karen said, hey, I would like to take you to this to this uh, play. And I was like, okay, but, you know, that's I only do anal on the first date. <laughs> Okay, I'm a man of standards, and uh, I know for you, you know, you like two hundred dollar dates. I only like anal on the first date, and I, I don't, I will not compromise that. It's in a book called The Rules that I just made up. So I, I, I see, sir. I men see. don't never have book advice, relationship advice like the rules and books like that. No, because we're so simple. We all want the same shit. We're like, I want to fuck. Like it's and, no, and you know what? And, and, and women no do too, but women make it complex. And then a lot of times, women listen to bullshit from other women that don't know shit about dating or men. And you don't ask your man, and, and and it just turns into all kinds of issues. Yeah, men don't have like these. Like, there's no there's no lady writing fucking self help books for for dudes. You know what I mean? Like you you never see like an episode of like Maury, and then they bring in some lady who wrote like the ten rules for men. To date women or something or think like a lady act like a man or something like you're never gonna see some shit like that for dudes no and it's all bullshit and a lot of it is very degrading to women it's almost yeah. like you're a woman you got a pussy in the vagina you're not enough here is why you don't have a man yeah maybe i'll write that book though because i think if you know someone was giving out ex- just as bad advice to men as women are given to uh women and as men are given to women yes i think i think it would be a better world if 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 there was some dude out there with his book of rules and they all related to sex you know it's like i don't believe in paying for the first date unless i'm having sex with you under the table as we eat like and you don't compromise on that i mean and my thing is keep you know keep it real and then the thing about it when it comes to it, like I say, everybody comes to the table, and a lot of times, like we say, you get the representative of that person. You don't right. really get that person. Yeah, I don't know, man. Being free is like, like I think also like when you meet these representatives and you go through all this shit. Like, um, I think for me, I, I'm turned off by people being fake. Yeah, like extremely turned off. Like even if they just want to be my friend and they're fake, I'm like, yeah, I don't, I'm not into this. Like. 
like I don't even like fake ass conversations. Like, hey, which um, way do you take to work, man? Because you know you take the four hundred five, you get off on seventy seven. I'm like, yeah, stop. Yes, and and a lot of times <laughs> I don't care where you live, motherfucker. Please. And, and a lot of times I have to keep my my facial expression straight because I sometimes I mess around. I will look at them like how i feel but i won't actually when i speak my my speech is very happy but i guess guess get them to look like bitch you did not come over here to bother me for this shit yeah or like or when you get into like an argument or something or you get into a conversation and halfway through you realize that they're stupid and you've been wasting your time like that's yes. a really like that happens all the time where it's like you know you're talking to somebody it's like um you know like oh yeah man i, I understand yeah because politically you know people got to understand that the democratic democratic system works this way and then they be like yeah and i only date a man that has it don't want to go on a 200 dollars date and i'm like oh, oh yeah you, oh yeah. shit you're stupid my bad yeah, and, and why was we having this fucking discussion that's right and another <laughs> i don't care no and another reason i don't really do conversations because i hate the people that sound like rush limbaugh yeah and all them folks limbaugh. oh limbaugh i always tear his name up yeah and um i don't like them folks because i'd be like oh you're crazy right oh okay i'm going to turn my music up extra loud now like they're almost so doing you the favor you. Yes. they're almost doing you the favor like because crazy people can't really keep it to themselves for very long it's not you know it's just not in them they that's why they're crazy they they try but then like slips out and shit so you could be having a normal ass conversation like yeah man you know uh i probably will watch uh lebron and them tonight man i think that he got a pretty good chance what you think about it oh yeah man they might do pretty good man and uh, i only date women to have anal sex on the first date oh <laughs> oh oh shit my bad dog you're crazy yes 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 fuck that I, that's on me that's not even on no, you that's, dog. no it's not on no yeah i'm mad at myself no, for even even starting the conversation and this is why i just be quiet because i don't like having a conversation with crazy people because it never ends well speaking of crazy and dealing with crazy people okay um so uh i you, you know i made this um this this post on our um on the blog oh at some point uh, we actually did an episode of the podcast about it um the zombie manifesto part one yes um well apparently all this zombie zombie shit uh has been happening uh it's been happening uh all around people been sending us articles we talked about a couple on the show yep everybody thinks everything is a fucking zombie right now yes yeah, son it's just cannibalism yeah um so so i was like okay uh you know i saw a thread where uh on google plus where elon was bringing up the article and being like "Uh oh it's going down or something and so everybody was in there commenting and stuff you know having a good time and so a couple people posted like stuff that they read around the internet about how to handle zombies and zombie apocalypse and what the zombie world is going to be like and you know to me this is all the exercise in us just just joking you know what I mean? Like, this is, like, it's a fucking zombie apocalypse. So, like, quite obviously, we are in a hypothetical fucking world that does not exist That's as far as we know. Right. You know, uh, so, so I, you know, I don't treat the zombie apocalypse with that much fucking seriousness. I, I, I wouldn't treat, um, if you told me, um, the merman apocalypse was coming, I would. <laughs> I would equally be as amused and like to laugh about the theoretical jokes, but I wouldn't actually be like, yeah, and then I'm going to be prepared to kill my wife and end the world. Like, no, (laughs) no, that's not, that is not, I'm going to wake up tomorrow, go to work like always. 
and hope that there's not a fucking real zombie apocalypse. All no. right. It's fun to joke about, but let's not fucking get carried away. So, uh, you know, I wrote this post and, you know, if you read the post, it's like, all relationships start at zero, so you might have to leave your your wife. Uh, there's no more uh, people that f- don't follow instructions got to go. Bad kids yeah. got to go. Stuff like that. You know, it's all just fun and games. Fun That's and games. right. So I post my zombie apocalypse manifesto in there, part one. And, um, you know, and, and I, I was like, oh, yeah, man, this is funny, man. I wrote this. This is, you know, this is pretty good. And you wrote it a while ago. Yeah, so I wrote it. Uh, you know, I posted it in there. And people went and clicked on it. And the first few people were like, oh, that was funny, man. That was good. That was, that was good. So, you know, as as with all things, blacking it up, there's a political sensitivity um, over there that I don't really dwell in because I'm not political like that. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah, like, we don't take a lot of yeah and I, seriously and, and they this, do. yeah this isn't a defense of my uh mm-hmm. insensitivity i i recognize i'm insensitive and go yep yeah yeah that might i can see how someone might view that as wrong it's just you know it ain't my shit but i see how if that's your shit you might look at me and be like oh that's fucked up and i'm like all right I'll, i will take that i'm not gonna sit over here and try and defend uh you know me me saying something insensitive or something like that yeah right? and the thing is it's not all of them it's just certain people yeah yeah and, and it's in, in any group of people certain people aren't gonna fucking like you that's just at least that's how i feel and um you know a lot of times they're gonna you know the best you can hope for is that they tolerate you and mm-hmm. you just kind of let you do your thing and um you know i think what's funny about um people that are highly uh sensitive to that kind of stuff yep. and to certain issues is that they don't realize that to me i am just as fucking uh peeved with them like they yeah. think it only works one way Wait. because they only see it from their point of view but they don't realize that to me they just fuck up all the fun yes yeah, so you know me as much as i know you so we just need to leave each other alone yeah so i'm like we can coexist and uh you know i will definitely uh at least we agree on elon james we agree on blacking it up yes. like let's let's look at where we, we agree, agree on... and let's just roll with that right that's right so, so um i'll post this thing right and somebody was like uh yeah um you you so so you wrote a part in here about some feminists and i'm like yeah because if we're in a zombie apocalypse key key word if we're in a zombie apocalypse karen how many which zomb- is not real how many zombie apocalypse have there been zero sir to the best of my knowledge okay so you you haven't noticed any zombie apocalypse mm-hmm. lately it put like this if it was that shit got erased in history back with back uh, yeah a long time ago so it's kind of like a hypothetical yeah, thing that's, yeah, that's that like does my, not like actually what, exist that's like abraham lincoln in the in the uh, vampire killer yeah right it's like a- a- yeah abraham lincoln vampire hunter uh you tank that but <laughs> It's like that to me, where it's like, this doesn't exist, so why would I ever get pissed about it? Because it just doesn't exist, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, basically, I, you know, I posted there, and I was like, uh, check it out. And So, somebody was like, I see what you said, that you don't want to put up with a woman that can't follow instructions, or no, a feminist in a zombie apocalypse. And I was like, well, I mean, technically, if you read it, yes, what I said was... <laughs> If I'm holding the door open for you during a zombie apocalypse, I don't need you to have an argument about I could do it for myself. I don't need no man to be. Uh, you gonna get eight, honey? Yeah, I was like, while you're having that argument, you'll be you'll be there. I will leave your ass. I I'm know not, it's so. I didn't say anything about killing you or anything. Mm-hmm. I you can't. And the so, zombies can have you and your political right righteous ass at that period of time. Yeah, like there's no politics and shit like that 
in the middle of us surviving for our lives. Like it's just, no. it's just not the time, you know? And so apparently that, that did not go over too well. Um, Uh-oh. uh, like I think the exact words are people who have a hard time following instructions. This includes, uh, many groups of people, small children, stubborn old people, yes, racist, yes. feminist, and many, many more. Now she just stuck on feminists because apparently that's like, you know, that's one of her, her things. Topics, yeah. You know, like uh, apparently she didn't want to speak up for the racist, which is fucked up. You know, what about all the racists out there that I'm not going to say? Like the badass children don't follow Appar- instructions. Apparently in the hypothetical zombie apocalypse, those people can all go to hell. I guess so. Because they're on the wrong side the of the old, politics. Yep, and the old people too. And I said debate becomes all but useless in a life or death situation. And if I'm holding a door open for you to escape a horde of zombies, the last thing I need to hear is, I can hold the door myself. You think because I'm a woman, I need you to slam. That's me slamming the door. That's That's the joke. Now, I could have taken that and said, um, I'm not taking no door from no fucking nigger and slam. And then they would have been okay with that joke. But apparently it was too, it hit too close to home. Uh-oh. So, it like this whole, and, and it was a really good conversation, actually, that came out of this um, on Elon's page, and which which I actually enjoyed. But, but like, it just, it just got so out of control with, like, how serious, like, I, the whole time I was just laughing, like, yo, they really taking all this to heart in a hypothetical world that has never existed yeah like uh, in a zombie world man and and it was like proving my point like it proved my point like you can't be in my zombie apocalypse group because i don't want to have this fucking discussion every day like i'm done with this shit when society is done i'm done i'm out I, yeah, when there's no more rules and regulations, yeah. Yeah, you win. Yeah, you society. be you be independent over there getting your ass ate. Go ahead. <laughs> right. <laughs> like yes, you are delicious and everything you did was very politically correct. Yes, the zombies love attitude. Yeah. <laughs> it tastes extra good. Right, man. Oh, so I just thought that conversation was just so funny, man. And um, you know, and the people I was talking to, it was amicable and nobody was calling each other names. It wasn't anything fucked up about it. But it was just one of those like um and then somebody was like, I could I couldn't tell if you're joking. I'm like, but I'm always joking. Yes, and my article is about some fake shit that's never happened before. It's about the zombie apocalypse. People don't have fucking sense of humor. You're reading about some shit that has never happened before. It's obviously that the whole thing is a fucking joke. Yeah, and in all fairness, she did say that like she didn't really have that much uh humor or something like that. Yes. So maybe, you know, she just she literally just didn't get it, but I'm like, really? No one understands that this is an obvious joke? Like, nobody, yeah, yeah, like, or not nobody, but, like, some of y'all really saw everybody laughing and went, maybe he's being serious and he hates women. Like, you what? Know what? what? You know, and I, and, and t- there's several things. Some, sometimes I think that some women, and, and people, period, but a lot of women look to be angry all the time. Like, they look for shit just that's not really there sometimes and mm-hmm. also also someone just don't have a sense of humor if you ain't got a sense of humor i i can't help you on that one yeah also i think um if people like you then they they kind of let you live a, a certain ways yeah you know so it's like if, if if they like you then you can make that joke even if it's the same joke i would make but somehow me making the joke is fucked up because they don't really like me and so. you can say the same things yeah but i just thought that was insane like and, and like who like who would like 
because it, it, it was like uh you know they were uh, one of the people she was like well you know it, with the certain groups that i belong to in this in this zombie apocalypse you killed me three times in these bullet points and i was like i killed myself yes you do i said yeah. no no fat lazy people yes sir i'm already there dog peace <laughs> i would have died several times yeah soon. no long goodbyes karen loves to talk <laughs> <laughs> no compassionate people like what well, yes who, I'm, who read? I'm too compassionate sometimes no pets like who would read this and be like yeah this is how he feels about everything right now dog right now you know like this is crazy like, oh. we got the ratty up against him that was insane man like, i love those people are black enough they are never without uh a willingness to engage and and that's uh, the plus discuss, which yes which i do i do enjoy but sometimes i just feel like man <laughs> y'all know God, i'm fucking get with the y'all. hell out of here with that yes yeah. like i don't want to be dismissive and mean so i will engage and i will discuss it but damn dog like you couldn't have really just laughed at that or and even if you it. didn't think it was funny just go that's not funny and, and walk away yes and what's what's wrong with that i i don't understand why people have to let you know they don't like some shit you can just walk away so it's you know fun. last weekend I, I worked saturday yes you did didn't i hear somebody you say you got work this saturday too sir yeah i gotta work this saturday too um and i, I fucking hate um i hate working on the weekend yes because it fucks your weekend up and you don't have a day off yeah and um so i you know i was thinking about like why why do people hate working on the weekend and it's because you don't want to bring work into your weekend like you know we we have trained ourselves you know in america we get like the least time off of any of these industrialized countries yes we do so like we train ourselves to be like yeah uh i'm looking forward to saturday and sunday that's when i'm gonna cut loose and have some fun and uh i was like all right so it's uh you know, it's coming up to Saturday, and then all of a sudden, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, you whatever, you get a, hey, can you come in and work Saturday? Like, fuck! And yeah, I, my thing is, is it mandatory? No? All right, no. Yeah, well, it's kind of mandatory for us. Like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, they basically hit us with the, like, it ain't mandatory, but if none of y'all volunteered, then it's mandatory. So it's mandatory. Like, <laughs> your ass need to be here. So, um, you know, so, so I'm thinking, like, you know, people wouldn't be so upset about working on the weekend if you could bring your weekend to work. I know it's so. Like what? Like, is there a rule that we really can't do our desk jobs with Bloody Mary's casual dress and some music? I yeah, my I mean, my job on the weekends you can come in casual like you can come in with shorts and flip flops, all kinds of bullshit on those Saturdays and Sundays. Yeah, because us too, us no, too. Nobody's there, but, but I mean, if but I mean, like if it was like a party, I'm not just talking about the way you dress. I'm talking like if you could bring a couple beers and kick back and like put, ha! The, well, put shit get done, like bring, sir. take take one of those computer monitors and put the game on. Nigga, I'd be at work all the time. I'd be like, shit, I'm going to work, dog. What you doing? <laughs> about to get paid to watch this fucking game. That's what I'm about to do. <laughs> Might even process some stuff while I'm there. I know. So, you know, turn it into a party, man. And then like the people that don't get to go to work, they will feel bad. Like, cause then on Monday on Facebook and then like in the company yeah. email, all of a sudden you start sending out pictures of everybody like drinking my ties and wearing straw hats and, ah! and those lays, those Hawaiian lays necklaces and shit. Like, uh, like doing that shit. Like, oh man, we had a luau. Yeah, dog, we came in. We, I mean, we worked for about three, four hours, but I mean, you know, between, you know, between that, we had a little luau and shit. We, somebody roasted a pig. It was good. Yeah, we're good. You should have been there, dog. You should have yeah. been there. Oh, and the bitches. Oh, the bitches. They was there too. They were everywhere. You know, have like women come in in bikinis and shit. Yeah, man, we went up to a pool party afterwards. And then the next week, you know, everybody would show up to work the weekend, man. Yes, they will. 
I'm trying to tell y'all, man, this, they are fucking up, man. If work really wants people to work the week, because then people will be asking, like, it'd be like Tuesday and shit. They'd be like, hey, man, we working this weekend? Yeah, I, I know that uh, we're not behind or anything, but dude, let me know if you need somebody to put in some hours, man. Because, uh, you know, I shit, I got this recipe, man. I I can put it in, dog. I, you know, I, I got a crock pot. I will bring this shit up man, here. I know. No, I don't know, man. I, I'm a fan of that shit, man. Uh, bringing weekend to work and somebody needs to start something at a job where I can do that. Man, that seems like the kind of shit they did in the Facebook movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Party over here. Yeah, except probably like with cocaine and strippers and shit. But I'm just saying, I would love, I'm a fan of bringing weekend to work, man. Someone needs to start that shit, dude. I wish you could, man. Oh. Cause I, I'm not about that work on the weekend. Mm-mm. Yeah, but I would be all about that weekend coming to work. Yeah, cause Saturday and Sundays is my day away from the job. Oh. Cause work, cause like your job tries to do like that shit where they trick you. Where it's like, yeah, we're having a, um, we're gonna have an office party and that's gonna help us bond. It's like, not mm-hmm. really. Like, that's not really gonna help me bond. Now I'm just gonna be uptight at Christmas with y'all niggas. Like, no. No. But what really helped me bond is if I come home, come in and the Florida State versus, uh, Ohio game is on. <laughs> And, my, and we and we watching that and we and we partying and we doing some work. Now we can be friends. And my, and my thing is that that's not. I think most jobs should do that. Like they would actually get more people in there. But it's like, oh, you got an extra day of doing the same right. shit you do Monday through Friday. Fuck you. Yeah, it'd be like, oh man, pass me that Heineken. And uh, yeah, you know, I think you're right, man. I got some ideas we can do with that account. Um, so oh shit, touchdown. Ooh, like that's how I want to. That's how I want to work. <laughs> that's how you want it to be. Yeah, like let's do. Hey man, it's March Madness at work. Let's go. I know, right? <laughs> what you, you trying to come out tonight, man? Do some, uh, no, nigga, I'm going to work. No, no. Y'all come out there and try to get on these chicks if y'all want to. I'm trying to make some money and I spend it, dog. Yeah. All right, man. Um, another thing I was thinking about, someone did this on one of our, uh, it was, I think it was a poll that we had for the show. And, you know, people respond with comments to the polls and they mm-hmm. say, like, what's on their mind, what they're thinking about, shit like that. Um, and so someone and it was a controversial topic i don't even remember what it was but they started off this sentence with let me play devil's advocate and then like i think chris was on the show and chris was like okay well let me play devil's advocate to this point um chris lambert yeah i remember that show that that was that was that was actually the show we talked about rape okay with mr moody and them is that what it was chris Mm -hmm. chris wasn't on that greg was on that Mm mm-hmm Anyway, so um Oh it might have been another poll, but I, I Yeah, but it's happened several like times yes. whatever. Let me tell you something though. I hate devil's advocate. Yes. First of all, I don't think people really understand the weight of what that fucking means. Nope. It's like I mean if you believe in the devil, that means you are on his side hypothetically. And that should be taken with some type of weight and some type of thought to it. No, if that's what you believe and, in. And I guess in my mind, you're going, I want to be the asshole since nobody else will be the asshole in the room. And second of all, shit. The, second of all, the other thing I don't like about it, you're speaking of people wanting to be the asshole. I don't like this idea that you can say anything and then distance yourself from it like you didn't think that shit. Yes. So now I got to live with your fucked up thoughts that you just presented to me and then you're going to walk away from it like 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 it wasn't you. Like, no, dog, you, if you don't believe it, then don't fucking say it. So, like, you know, it's like, cause, cause devil advocate means that you're about to say something completely fucked up. Like, you know, it's like, yeah, man, you know, uh, 
I think it's wrong when uh, white people uh, take over other people's in land and kill all the indigenous people there. I think that's genocide. And it's like, well, let me play devil's advocate, okay? First of all, if you would trade your land for some beads, then that's your <laughs> fault because you're being if you're dumb. That dumb. And it's like, wait a minute, what do you? Is that what you think? <laughs> no, I'm playing devil's advocate. Then shut the fuck up, man. Why would you even say something that fucked up? Like that's your get out of jail free card. I would yes. rather, I would actually rather you believe it, so we can have an actual discussion. Yeah, I'm not gonna fucking discuss with some hypothetical third person you just fucking made up. That's not even the fucking room or having a conversation with us. That's right. Like you just made up another motherfucker that I'm mad at. It's like you go, oh, oh no, no, no. I didn't say. I didn't like 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 if I was hanging out with my white friends and you know we was having a discussion and he was like, well you know it's okay because I just think the reason that you can't understand my politics right is because you're a black ass big lip nigger. Whoa whoa whoa! I'm sorry, devil's advocate. Devil's advocate. I'm sorry. I I don't think that. I just that's what the devil. Well, nigga, I can the put, devil would think that, and can, I'm just advocating for. I him. can punch you and the devil in the face. How about them apples? Right. Like I don't like that shit. Like it's like playing a game where you're going to offend somebody and then being like, no, Ali Ali Oxen free. You can't touch me. Home base. Just don't say it. Just Shut, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just don't say the fucked up shit. What happened to shutting the fuck up? What happened to that? You know what? I I, I I'm shutting the fuck up, Abbott advocate you know what I th- i'm on his side i think that went out the window i think every with internet and facebook everybody feels like they have the right to talk even when they fucking don't need to talk why does the devil even need an advocate isn't the fact that you're saying devil advocate knows that you know you're wrong it's not like people are going around here advocating why the devil is right no one ever is like yeah man i played devil's advocate and i convinced everybody that the devil was right <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you know what man Kids should get raped. That's what I was thinking. I mean, look at them walking around with no shirts and pampers, just asking for it. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm sorry. Devil's advocate. Devil's advocate. That's what the devil would want. Yeah, uh, that's he, not. He won't. He won't. Focus obviously, kids, I'm not a child rapist. Mm-mm. Like, oh, I hate Mm-mm. that shit. Just want just nap pictures of them. Devil's advocate. Uh, another thing that happened that we didn't get to fucking talk about because it's too busy talking about girls and blackness and Tyler Perry. Um. So uh apparently gay people caught a caught a win somehow this this year this this last week. Um DC Comics decided that they were going to uh make one of the Justice League members a gay person. Okay. And uh I thought it was uh going to be Aquaman. But uh that, I guess, that's understandable. I guess he's already uh maybe he's just a metrosexual cuz he wasn't the one. Uh oh. Yeah. I think he's next on the list. Maybe he's already out the the comic. Uh maybe he's already out the closet. Out to out to out to sea. Yeah, he's on the D <laughs> he's on the DL, the deep sea level. That's right. Um but uh yeah, so so um it wasn't him. They they, they made it uh the Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. But not the Green Lanterns that we know. Uh oh. They they went with like nineteen forties alternate universe of D C comics Green Lantern. Um, and I just want to tell what, gay people what go. Why did they have to go back to the crate? Um, I, well, I just want to. First of all, let me just tell gay people you're welcome. Okay, you're welcome very much, guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you you begged and you pleaded and you're like, oh, equality. I mean, but my thing is that they couldn't. They couldn't even make a current character gay. Why they got to go back to the 1940s? Um, well, that's kind of my point. Is like they don't actually. 
they didn't actually take a chance to me no like uh, i mean I, I know i'm about to catch hell for this but fuck it um the the person that makes the most sense being gay to me is batman it's clear it's evident to me I mean, this nigga, <laughs> he's lonely this just nigga, with Africa. He only keeps women to keep his secret identity safe. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. He's been hanging out with these little boys. He's running through like three of them. And then when they get to be older, he let them go as they become men, which is kind of weird, especially with one of them's name being like Dick Grayson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see you, dog. I see you. You hang around with Alfred and little boys. Nah. I'm not saying I'm, but it also, man, like, um, you know, he's a confirmed bachelor. He's so secretive, always brooding fashion. Oh, his fashion is good. And even like accessorizes his vehicles like bat copter, bat car, mm-hmm. bat ring. Yeah. You think Alfred's gay too? Uh, no, I think Alfred might be straight, man. Okay. I don't know, but I don't know though. He is British. No, I'll just fuck with y'all. <laughs> this is from overseas. What up, Phil? But, um, but nah, seriously though, um, I just thought it was kind of fucked up though that they actually gave, um, gay people these throwaway characters. They did the same thing with Marvel where they having a gay wedding, but it's like for a character nobody gives a fuck about. It's That's like, <laughs> right. And, and, my, and my thing is that, and it's not Quicksilver who is the gayest of all the characters. I don't know how. <laughs> I'm like, not sure how they're measuring this. They, they chose North Star. And I guess the problem that I have with it is that you went back to 1952 and fucking most of the people of this generation weren't even born yet. You went back to my grandmas and grandpa's right. generation. Them niggas dead and they would be outraged if they found out you made one of their characters. They didn't gay. take any chances and, and they could have went with, I thought it would have been an even safer chance, choice would have been Wonder Woman. Yes. Because she's on an island full of women. Yes. And uh, they have that like uh, anti-man shit. And I'm kind of glad they didn't go with that because that would have been like supergirl so many people would have went like typical man hating lesbian so i'm glad they didn't go with that you know what i mean but but like i really did feel like it was a cop-out for them to go with you know the gay green lantern from 1940 that no one it, gives a fuck about it, right now instead of just creating a, a brand new character they did it with that by spider-man Right, it was like, oh, uh, no, this dude's gay, man. He's the great, great, great grandfather of the people that you do like. So, yeah, we're taking a chance. Like, it's, no, and, you're not. Like, I wonder if gay people get mad because it's like, you obviously just taking advantage of us. You really don't give a fuck. And, like, Mm-mm. am I supposed to go out and start buying this dude's comic book and, like, seeing how y'all bastardize the gayness of it? Like, are y'all going to nope. treat it with respect because... The concept already doesn't have any real respect for it. So no, it doesn't. So it's almost like you know this. Like at least with um the multi-ethnic Spider-Man, Black Spider-Man, as I like to call him, Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. There's like thought and like there's like it like when I open the pages to Miles Morales' comic book, it didn't start off with "What up, nigga? It's Black Spider-Man time." <laughs> you know what I mean? Turn your black in his own black, yeah. black, 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 black. Like he didn't f- turn on his costume and then go swag. You know what I mean? So, so I like, but, but I was like, with this shit though, it's like so like, let's create an alternate universe. Let's create like an old school, like retro feel. Let's, let's completely keep this away from straight people and give gay people the least we can fucking give them. You know what I mean? So like, I, I wonder if gay people got mad about that, man. Cause I think if I was gay, I would be mad, man. And like, what kind of fucked up shit are they going to have him doing? Is this is like the green lantern going to turn into the rainbow lantern and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know 
<laughs> he gonna he gonna hear this light. You gonna see Roy B flash up. <laughs> right. Yes. It's just I don't know. Something seems wrong about that man. Uh, speaking of things that seem wrong, uh, I was thinking about this on Twitter last last week sometime, and I, it was just a random thing. I think me and you went to Cadoba and had some burritos and i just got to thinking in the car on the way back and mm-hmm. i just went on this long ass twitter rant that kind of sparked uh you know a discussion uh with my timeline or at least a rant or whatever um i do you know who christmas addicts is karen i've heard that name before okay yeah all right um well christmas addicts uh if you go to wikipedia uh matter of fact let me put this link in the chat room so if people don't know who christmas addicts is they can follow along um and and look i'm not a history professor or any of that shit i'm just a nigga with some common fucking sense and i was looking at this this dude christmas addicts was one of the quote-unquote heroes of the uh the um, american revolution the revolutionary war okay now if you remember the revolutionary war is not the war for for black people, really, it's the, the war for America getting underneath from underneath the thumb of Europe, right? Mm. Britain. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Christmas Addicts was an American slave, a merchant seaman, and a dock worker of Wampanoag and African descent. So I guess like Asian and black. Okay, I don't know. Uh, he was first shot. He was the first person shot to death by British redcoats during the Boston Massacre in Boston, Massachusetts. Oh, you think they got him? Oh, he's brown! And just shot him? Well, see, well, first of all, I've always envisioned Christmas addicts getting shot because two white men was like, we're not going to shoot each other, but if you for real, for real, shoot this slave. It's like, oh, shit, he shot the slave. You done started a war. Yes, it's time to fight now. If that's what happened. Because, you know, that story, like history... Is about the winners getting to tell the story that they like to tell. Now, ain't that the truth? And so it this, might not be the truth or factual. Yeah, so this dude is pumped up as one of our heroes. He's one of the black heroes. He's one of those people that I always was taught about during Black History Month. And even though you forgot about him, you still recognize the name somewhat, right? Christmas yeah, Addicts. I've heard that name before. All right, little is known for certain about Christmas Addicts. Beyond that, he, along with Samuel Gray and James Caldwell, died on the spot during the incident. Mm, first of all, I guarantee you've never heard them other two names. Ever. Because they don't teach that shit during black history. They just stop with Christmas. Yep, Christmas addicts. Yeah. That's enough. Uh, two major sources of eyewitness testimony about the Boston Massacre, both published in 1770, did not refer to addicts as a Negro or a black man. It appeared that Bostonians accepted him as mixed race, even though he was a fucking slave. Yeah, we accept you boy like come on dog are we really busy know your in, place in boston all right they don't even accept the celtics and them niggas won a championship <laughs> uh historians disagree on whether christmas addicts was a free man or an escaped slave but agree that he was of wampanoag and african descent descent oh wampanoag what's that uh i don't know karen you want me to look that up wampanoag noag I'll, I'll look it up. It must be I'm like sorry. a, it's probably a, a American, a, yeah, Native American tribe. Okay, thank you, so sir. Indian, Indian and black. Thank but they, you. but they accepted them as an equal care because, you know, white people love Native Americans and black people back then. It was like nothing Word. but happy times. For real. It was like mm-hmm. a party all the time. Mm-hmm. Party if I was in the house mm-hmm. why tonight. You, why you show me how to raise that corn? <laughs> 
Every day you shuffle in. Shuffle, nigga. Entertainment. <laughs> um, while the while the extent of this participation is unclear, addicts became an icon of the anti-slavery movement and was held up as an example of the first black hero of the American Revolution. The other victims of the attack were Samuel Gray and James Caldwell, who, like addicts, died immediately during the attack. Oh, they got that name on this. The first time I ever heard of the other two. Samuel Maverick and Patrick Carr, two other motherfuckers you never heard of, oh, died from their wounds afterwards. You think they in the grave? Like, why couldn't I be a hero? I'm black and I died for no I reason. I died too. I don't even. I'm not even. Anyway, I'll, I'll go into my conspiracy later. Anyway, in the early 19th century, as the abolitionist movement gained momentum in Boston, supporters lauded addicts as a black American who played a heroic role in the history of the United States. Do you, do you make he even cared about the war? I just want to know. <laughs> When we start making motherfuckers heroes for just getting shot. You think he was just passing by with, oh, I got hit with a bullet. Y'all get a bullet? Oh, yeah, we yeah. all got shot. Bury me a hero. You know, but like, because like, here's the thing. Like, Martin Luther King got, got assassinated because he was like a, this political figure that was causing change and then the, mm-hmm. the powers that be needed to stop him because he was basically exposing the raw racial tensions and, and hypocrisy in America. Mm-hmm. Crispus Addicts is a nigga that got shot. He just got shot. There's there's no more to this story. I'm not gonna. It's not like yes, and he was. Ah. He he actually started construction of the Underground Railroad, and then he mm-hmm. got shot. This nigga just got shot. Minding his own business. Um, because Addicts was uh had Wampanoag or Wampanoag ancestors, his story also holds special significance for many Native Americans. I didn't even know Native Americans got in on some of this, but it makes sense that they would teach them to be docile, too, with this. Like, hey, black people, serve your country by getting shot. No. <laughs> His, let me tell you who your heroes are. There's this nigga here that uh did a lot of shit with peanuts, and uh, this other nigga that got shot, and that's the best you can be, peanuts and getting shot. So, <laughs> good luck, niggers. Now, back to the back of the bus. <laughs> well, you belong. Yeah, we were forced to give you this month anyway. Um... In his early it's not life, even a full 30 days. In his early life, considerable uncertainty still remains about addicts' orig- or origins and early life. He appears to have been born a slave in Framingham, Massachusetts in 1722, possibly on Hartford Street. But we don't know. We didn't have Google Maps. Framingham had a, a small population <laughs> of black inhabitants from at least 1716. Uh, addicts had, was a mixed African and Native American parentage. I bet getting a name that that means like even back then you think uh black men and black women had gender wars and they were sitting up there like of course yes man you know that's the problem with these black women that's why I'm gonna get me a Native American woman dog (laughs) you out there picking that cotton I gotta get a woman above that hard labor yeah I ain't I'm tired of these dark skinned African women I'm gonna go get me a dark skinned Native American woman. See, that's what I'm talking about. I wonder if yeah, that was an upgrade. I wonder if that was a thing, rubbing it in their faces and shit. I bet you was. <laughs> anyway, um, he descended from John At- Atuck, which is spelled completely different than Attic's. Um, oh. A Natick who was hanged during King Philip's War. So he was uh, he was used to uh, death, apparently. It looks like it. Uh, and a Natick is means uh native american apparently so i don't know why they didn't just say native american yes um anyway so his his daddy was hanged in 1750 william brown a slave owner in fremington uh framingham ad- ad- advertised for the return of a runaway slave named christmas 
uh addict status at the time of the massacre as either a free black or a runaway slave has been a matter of debate for historians well let me just clear it up for y'all that nigga <laughs> was a slave <laughs> it is quite obvious yes, to me if y'all got the debate about it yes sir all these slaves got shot and somehow christmas addicts was the free man Mm-mm. let me see was he brown still oh well shit then what is known is that addicts became a sailor and spent much of his time uh at sea often working on whalers which involved which involved long voyages he may only have been temporarily in boston in 1770 having recently returned from a voyage to the bahamas he was due to leave shortly afterwards on a ship for north carolina uh during the boston massacre let's talk about that in the fall of 1768 british soldiers were british soldiers he, were was, sent- he was on his way to north carolina mm-hmm uh, wow, so they can trap him and make him a slave if he was free? Well, he was so free that he was going to go back to North Carolina and flaunt it in, in slaves' faces. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, what's going on, nigga? He, he was on his he, way back to Massa. He was going to show up He was gonna show up at the plantation like, working hard or hardly working. <laughs> <laughs> sure is hot out here. I think I'll just lay down because I can do that because I'm free. Um, in the fall of 1768, British soldiers were sent to Boston to help con- control growing colonial unrest, which had led to a spate of attacks on local officials following the introduction of the Stamp Act and subsequent Townsend Acts. Radical Whigs and had coordinated waterfront mobs against authorities and tensions increased with those colonists who opposed the presence of the troops. At the dusk, at the dusk. March 5th, 1770, Karen. A crowd of... This is like two years and shit after the the British soldiers just been chilling. (laughs) (laughs) Like, they got there in The Red Coast was chilling. Yeah. So, March 5th, 1770, a crowd of colonists confronted a sentry who had struck a boy for complaining that an officer was late in paying a a barber bill. So, somebody was like, hey, wait, first of all, the British had barber bills? I thought them niggas wore wigs. I guess not. Hey, man, trim this wig up on the side and shit. I thought they had wooden teeth and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm confused. I, think, I, know, I know LeBron's like, man, why can't we bring that shit back? I would wear a white powder wig. <laughs> better, I hope he wouldn't. Better than a headband. Um, hmm, baby, just cut all your hair off. Just cut your hair off, dog. Both townspeople and the British soldiers of the 29th Regiment of, of Foot gathered. The colonists, threw, the, uh, the colonists threw snowballs and debris at the soldiers. Addicts had, and a group of men led by addicts if you believe these white people approached the old state house armed with clubs a soldier was struck with a piece of wood and some account and some accounts credited addicts although unlikely due to some resources uh, other witnesses stated that addicts was leaning upon ah. a stick now i believe that he was leaning upon a stick chilling chewing on straw man that, that sounds about correct when the soldiers opened fire because Come on. Like, the only way that this happened, that these slaves took on the British, was if some white man ordered them. That's the only way. Baby, you know he did. You know them niggas was not like, uh-uh, hands off of my master. Mm, they could have cared less. You think they was concerned about the war? They was trying to survive. Uh, right. Um, five colonists were killed and six were wounded. Addicts took two bullets in the chest and was the first to die. County Coroner uh, Robert Pierpoint and Thomas Crafts Jr. Conduct- conducted an autopsy on addicts. Addicts' body was uh, carried to Faneuil Hall, where it laid in, a, in state until Thursday. I don't know what that means. I guess dead. Yes. When he and the other victims were buried together in the same gravesite, because they was free men that everyone respected, they buried them niggas together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they went free. Right. 
<laughs> that sounds like they, a that, slave they was burial. Like, I, I dug one plot. All five of y'all fitting in yeah. this one plot. Only only slaves uh, you, get get that uh, that uh, get roommates in the grave. Yeah. Do you think he? Do you think he got shot? I regret nothing. Poof, and just went no. Down. No, I think he got shot. Like, what the fuck are y'all shooting at? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> why? I wasn't. Why I give shoot? I'm already a slave. I'm not free. Yeah. Based on the premise of self-defense, John Adams, John Adams, an American, uh, well, a person who was supposedly on our side, one of the founding fathers, right? Uh, Successfully successfully defended the British soldiers against the charge of murder. So the people that killed a quote-unquote American slave... Uh, that was supposedly a free man and also a patriot. The fucking future president defends these dudes that killed this man against the charge of murder. Two of the soldiers were found guilty of manslaughter. As soldiers of the British monarch, they were given the choice, Karen. They were given a choice. Okay, what choices? Of being hanged or being branded on their thumbs. Branded on their thumbs with what? I don't know. Does uh, they both chose to be branded? Oh, I'm surprised they of didn't course. choose to die. Apparently, a branding on the thumb not as bad as death, huh? Mm. Who who would have thought that? That's clearly a well, you killed a nigger sentence, right? That's that clearly they weren't doing this for everybody. I was like, know. well, if you kill a woman or a nigger, then uh, he'll give you a choice. Yes, as far as we're concerned, they they both don't matter. Yeah, like you show up, oh my god, I just murdered somebody, and then your lawyer's just like, was it a white man? No, okay, well I can. Whether well, you good, I can get you anything. Yeah, I can, yeah, I, we'll get you your branding on the thumb. Yeah, you know, we 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 don't give a damn about women, we don't give a damn about gays, and we don't give a damn about black people. Uh, they both chose to be branded. In his arguments, Adam called the crowd a motley rabble of, rabble of saucy boys, Negroes and mulattoes, Irish teagues, and outlandish jectars. Wow. That sounds like our chat room. Yes. Future president of the United States. In particular, he charged addicts with having undertaken to be the hero of the night and with having participated in a conflict, conflict by his mad behavior. Two years later, Samuel Adams makes delicious beer. A cousin of John Adams, <laughs> Thanks to listen to he, named, he named the event the Boston Massacre and helped assure that it would not be forgotten. So it's like now that we're uh, ready to revolt, um, remember them niggas that you uh, let die and didn't defend it against the murderers in court? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we kind of going to use that as a thing. So of let's name that the Boston Massacre now yes. and uh, pretend and, this never and happened. This was pre-internet, so we can make our own shit up. Uh, Boston artist Henry Pelham, half-brother of the celebrated portrait painter John Singleton Copley, uh, also director of Boys in the Hood, um, <laughs> created an image of the event. Paul Revere made a copy with, uh, from which prints were made and distributed. Some copies of, of the print showed a dark-skinned man with chest wounds, presumably representing Crispus Attucks. Other copies of the print showed no difference in the skin tones of the victims. The the five who were killed were buried as heroes, um, which can, uh, at Granary Burying Ground, which also contains the grave of John Hancock and other other notable figures. <clears throat> John Hancock, most famous for signing something. Uh, while cus- while oh, yeah. while custom of the period discouraged the burial of black people and white people together, such a practice was not completely unknown. Prince Hall, for example, was interred in Cops Hill Burying Ground in the north end of Boston 35 years later. So, um... Basically, from here on, like, he becomes, like, a uh, p- 
popular figure uh as a uh, as a as a patriot for America, right? Mm-hmm. Um Christmas Addis gets his own day in 1858. In 1886, uh they they put circles on the pavement where he died and where wow. him and Samuel Gray died. Uh uh 1888 they get a monument for him right in the boston commons um the you know uh and then uh, and pop culture becomes his uh figure it says uh, he was the, the first man to die for the flag we now hold high was a black man is a line from stevie wonder song black man not the most creative title but i understand <laughs> The poet John Boyle O'Reilly wrote the following poem when the monument was finally unveiled. And to honor Christmas addicts, who was a leader and voice that day, the first to defy, the first to die, with Maverick, Carr, and Gray. Call it riot or revolution or mob or crowd as you may. Such deaths have been seeds of nations. Such lives shall be honored for A. And that's A-Y-E. So I don't even know what that last line meant. Mm Mm-mm. Uh, Martin Luther King referred to Christmas addicts in an introduction of a, a, a speech. Why can't we wait? In 1964, as an example of a man whose contribution to history provided a potent message of moral courage. Uh, so here, here's what I'm saying, dog. Um, I think this is bullshit. I think this entire myth is complete and utter bullshit. I- First of all, if this dude is such a hero, how come I have never? met or even heard of another nigga named christmas hmm, i don't know nobody with that with that last name he a black hero but nobody named their son christmas nobody there's like you know how many fucking malcolms and martins there are a lot marcus like marcus garvey like mm-hmm. even frederick like there's so many black people that historically they're seen as heroes so we name our kids after them oh yes there are no christmas addicts Dog, there's I none. I think he was the only one. Like Christmas addicts caught that Ricky from Boys in the Hood <laughs> deal, and white people wrote that shit up like he was a martyr. Like, yeah, this nigga died for the cause, just like you could one day. You play your cards mm-hmm. right, slave. Like only white people hail him as a hero, man. I never met a black person that was impressed by a nigga getting shot a fight. You can no. see that shit every weekend. I know so. Go to the black club in town. You can see a nigga get shot in a fight for no reason. Yes. Every weekend. Uh, for no reason. That's right. Yeah. Stay out Just at the, for walking by. Yes. Yeah. Stay out at, at Club Swag uh, an extra hour and you will be reading about that shit in the paper. It might be you. <laughs> that, that, that's right. That's why I stay my black ass away from them places. No, no black families have Christmas addicts paintings hanging in the fucking living room. Mm-mm. It's never like, oh, yeah. I've, I've, I've never heard the stories where my grandma want to sit me down and tell me about the Christmas addicts stories. Right. You got, they literally, there's like a pictures of niggas that got shot in everybody's living room. There's a Malcolm, Martin, uh, there's a uh, Tupac and Big. You know, you know. There's no Christmas addicts painting. No, uh, you you are not official. I have not seen Christmas addicts uh, with Jesus. So yeah. until I see that photo up on somebody's wall, mm-mm. our heroes in patriotism are George Washington Jr. Uh, I mean George Washington, then of course George Washington Carver, Thomas Jefferson, Bessie Ross, and uh, that nigga that got shot that time. <laughs> That's our, that's the black, that's our heroes. Christmas Addison, is not on t-shirts. Yeah, you know, uh, Paul Revere, and, uh, remember that nigga that was leaning on a stick and got shot, minding his fucking business? Mm-mm. That dude. No. Niggas, y'all look up to him. We, we got ours. No. Like, oh, this dude wrote the Declaration of Independence. Oh, cool, man. What did the black dude do? Oh, uh, he got shot. Oh, 
Oh, but don't worry. That's he got shot. He he a good hero too. You know, it's it's like it's, it's like he got when, a two piece to the chest. Yeah, it's like when you buy uh GI Joes and like the white people get snake eyes and flint, and then they give you shipwreck and shit. They're like, oh, he he got a parrot. Like, this is not a hero. I know what a fucking hero is. My hero didn't do shit but get shot. He didn't even fire a fucking round. Nope. They they actually dispute whether or not he hit somebody oh. with a stick. How do you respect a man that hit somebody with a gun with a stick? And it's not like these muskets was like uh, semi-automatic. You know how long it takes to load a fucking musket? Like five minutes. I mean, that nigga was sitting there and, and white people was looking at him and he was like, are y'all really going to let this nigga shoot me? I'm like, yes, we are. Sorry. Hold still while I use my powder and stick to get the gunpowder <laughs> right. They probably they probably use that to get slaves to fight in the Revolutionary War. And they shit. probably made him hold the gun to shoot that he got shot with. Right. They was like, "Hold this, boy!" Like, well, but, I put more powder in here. But you know, you know, they probably like during the Revolutionary War, they probably went to the black people and it was like, uh, "Hey, hey, uh, uh, hey, uh, let me talk to you for a second, um, uh, Tim Buck too. Um, this <laughs> Tim Buck too. <laughs> this is why." This is why you guys should help us out too. You know, you should fight too. Like it's almost like we fighting for your freedom and it'll be both of ours, but we'll keep the freedom at our house. You know, it's like it's like that bike in Friday. <laughs> like you could be free within a one mile you, radius. You could come by and borrow the freedom a little bit, drive it around the driveway and, and bring it right back. Yep, that's a, that yeah, that's well, all, we'll, that's we'll all both we'll both die for it though. And you just die first. Like, like um mm. I think my man um, on Twitter when I was talking about this, my man P. Ratliff said that he did a presentation on Christmas Addicts in fourth grade and got the easiest A ever. I bet this is crazy. He do you know about No, I don't know. Give him an A. What is there to say? Not like, a lot. I think he just showed up and was like, uh, not much is known about Christmas Addicts other than he got shot over some bullshit and <laughs> making him America's ah. first. Making him America's first rap star. He did. Like, that's, that's all you can say about Christmas Addicts. Is, uh, <laughs> and then you, like, put some ketchup on your chest and lay on the ground. The end. Like, oh, that's uh, bravo. bravo. That's an A, Patrick. Good job, buddy. Bravo, bravo. That's, that's one of the best, most accurate book reports I've ever seen. It's just like uh, you just show up with, like, a ruffled shirt and a powder wig and shit and then <laughs> lay on the <laughs> ground. Like, what are you doing? I'm Christmas Addicts. Hero to the Blacks. proving that black people can take a bullet equally as well as whites in this country yes Uh, um, like christmas addicts didn't see color because like like listen the american revolution is about the fact that britain was overtaxing us and we weren't getting any representation they were just like putting they were oppressing us and you know and while they was doing this white people found out that this place was way bigger than them islands they thought it was i know so it was like you know what we should uh we should keep this shit. And you know, since they sent all the criminals and shit over here to, uh, in the first place to, to, you know, to colonize this land, they was like, shit, we criminals already. Like, fuck these niggas. We, this our shit now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they got mad that the taxes was too high and they was tired of this shit. So, so like, you know, the, the story is basically they was like, fuck y'all. We, we, we want our freedom and y'all gonna respect us. We gonna beat y'all ass till y'all go home. Right? And they, and they won. And that was the end, right? Mm-hmm. So you want me to believe that slaves who, let's be honest, weren't going to be free no matter what the fucking outcome, mm-hmm. was sitting up here like, uh-uh, hold up, hold up, hold up. 
You mean y'all gonna tax the wages that I'm never gonna receive and not give us the freedom that I will never experience as a subhuman in this country over my dead body? Mm-hmm. Oh no, baby, over my three fifths dead body. Right. Like, <laughs> I can take a bullet just as well as a white man can. Yes, I can. Allow me to fight for, on behalf of my country's oppression of me. Like, this is the dumbest fucking story ah. ever. I do not believe this shit. No. If you're a historical sir. scholar, do not write up here trying to tell me this shit is true. I do not believe you. Mm-mm. This is fucking bullshit. This is exactly, uh, what, what, propaganda. It's propaganda to make niggas be docile. Like, here's your heroes. Niggas that don't fight and get shot. <laughs> the end. It's like, who do black people look up to? Uh, let's see. You can look up to, um, Jackie Robinson. Uh, he, he, he was quiet when them, they was throwing shit at him. Um, uh, oh, also, you know, uh, we're gonna bastardize Martin Luther King's, uh, entire legacy and turn him into this peace loving Gandhi who, uh, apparently, uh, just wanted to get some freedom and got shot for it. It was, he never really challenged, uh, you know, our record on war. Uh, he definitely didn't have anything to say about economic equality. Uh, he wasn't trying to get anybody, uh, you know, to unionize or anything like that. No, no, no. He just wanted some freedom, so we shot him. Um, and, yeah. uh, Christmas Addicts, who, uh, loved his country so much that he was leaning on a stick and took a fucking bullet for no reason because that's how much he loved America. Can't get the fuck out of here, dog. I, yep. That shit is insulting to us as black people to believe that shit. Like I was, like I have never even thought about this shit. Like you know, like you notice how you didn't even remember him. Like mm-hmm. that's how that's the kind of seriousness. That's how non-important. But like this, his ass was not on eyes on the prize. I tell you that, <laughs> yo, that that damn much. Like I think innately, every black person knows that's bullshit. That's why your son is not named Crispus. That's why you can go search on Facebook. You're not gonna find too many fucking Crispus. Christmases. Nobody is fucking. We no, because we'll mispronounce it. Christmas? Is like, what you call them? Christmas? It's like our slave DNA is like, no, nigga, not that story. Mm-hmm. That that dude's full of shit. That's full of shit. So, yeah, man, I was mad about that shit, dog. I was hot. Yes, his name would be Christmas Addicts. They would just screw that up anyway, so. <laughs> and niggas name people after everything. Yes, they do drinks. Alcohol, cars, like money, <laughs> fashion lines. Nobody is naming their kids after the Christmas fucking addicts, dog. Like, let's stop pretending. Stop trying Chris, to Christmas play addicts me. sound like a beer anyway. Christmas addicts is a myth, dog. That, and sound like some good apple cider. Yeah, Christmas addicts. Get the fuck out of here, dog. Try to pull that bullshit. He loved the white. He so loved his country that he took the bullet meant for the white man because he wanted to experience the freedom of death. Because it's better than being a fucking slave. Like that's what they should end mm-hmm. up with. Christmas addicts. Get the fuck! Oh man, how did he take two bullets when they shot like fucking uh, that and powder shit? And it takes fifteen minutes. You shoot it, <laughs> then you got to take it a piece. You got to reload it. You got to put your pepper down there. You got to put your powder. You got to take the little stick. You got to shove that shit back down there. Then you got to light it up, and you might not have a match. You know, this is back. In, you know, this is back in the day. If I had the yeah. hands start to fire by rubbing the hands together, that shit it took forever to get shot by them two bullets. I guarantee that's exactly what happened, man. That's exactly. They shot him one time. It's like, hold, help me reload my musket. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, dog. I don't believe that <laughs> I shit. Me either, sir. All right, man. So, yeah, that's enough random thoughts. We'll save something for Sunday. Um, let's okay. talk about what everybody's really here for. Guess the race. Woohoo! Although I do like uh, 
the new history segment. <laughs> Bullshit in history as examined by Rodimus Prime. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's name of the segment. Great bullshit in history. <laughs> a series. It's just me going, this is some bullshit. I don't believe this. Napoleon did not do all that shit. He was only five foot two. I know it's like, so. Just randomly, just, just debunking thousands of years of research and shit. I don't believe none of this shit. <laughs> but seriously, that, that Christmas added shit is bullshit. That white people, you are not fooling me with that. Um, all right. So speaking of white people trying to fool people, apparently there's a 14 year old who um, has some issues with our president, Karen. OK. And uh, he has his own talk show where uh, he comes out and addresses his issues uh, with, uh, you know, the president of America, Mr. Barack Obama. Uh, everybody knows that uh, President Barack Obama recently came out for gay marriage in support of it um so let's hear what this this young Caden Calger has to say about it he's 14 years old gonna break down politics for all you lames out there homosexuality is a belief it is a it's not mandatory in that person the person is not born that way no matter what lady Gaga says that person is not born that way it is a decision. There, I know it's getting worse where I'm at. I see younger people that is turning to be out to be homosexuals. Uh, it's equal boy and girl both. All of them are starting to turn to homosexuals. We've got about 30, I'd say 30, uh, 30 teenagers in the, this county that I'm at that are homosexuals. Now, one, I'm interested in his where he gets his math from. Like, how does he know his 30 uh, teenagers that are homosexuals in his county? Did he count them all? Right. <laughs> you, you, no, no, not you. You're a question mark. You're a maybe. Isn't I don't that, know about you. Okay. What what numbers you got? I'm, I'm up to 15. What y'all got? It, like, it, did, did, did he go by, like, is gaydar or did he like mm. like how is he confirming these numbers it's like hey man i'll i'll suck your dick uh made up right, logic. right, right now kaden yeah i'll suck your dick right now um oh, okay go go ahead man uh-oh that's one you gay <laughs> yeah all, all he does he's already working on his show yeah um so yeah he was, fox uh, news is raising them up well yeah he th- yeah, somewhere Rupert Murdoch finally got hard for the first time in 15 years just now. Oh, this kid's going to be somebody. And it is sickening. It sickens me. And you know what? I knew these kids. Some of them I was friends with. I knew these teenagers when they were in uh, elementary school. I knew. Uh, you are 14. Uh, how long ago was it that you was in elementary school, dog? I'd say that again. He talking like he's 50. You know, I knew these kids when they you were in elementary. You are 14, which means you, what you in the seventh grade, eighth grade, right. Max? <laughs> he's like, okay. I knew these kids from way back. I met them at recess two weeks ago. And, uh, let me tell you, these homosexuals are gay as hell. And there's nothing you can do about it. Do them? When they were in the beginning of middle school. And you know what? They were not homosexuals. 
How do you know this, sir? <laughs> That's my question. How do you know this? You can tell. You know, you can tell, Karen. Just they weren't gay, and then suddenly they were gay. It's, yeah, that's how it happens. You know, like I, I, I mean, I think uh, you could probably make the same argument for me. I did not appear to be straight for many years. I was reading comic books, playing with toys, and then one day I was like, mm, "Pussy, this sounds like a good thing to get into." They just <laughs> decided all of a sudden. You know, I think I'm going to be gay, and you know why they are becoming they decided it, you know karen like having a salad at lunch like mm, you know what I think I'm i'll gonna... take the ranch maybe the croutons and um, uh, hold the banana peppers um and i'm yeah, gonna that's about it right you there. know what can i uh think i'm gonna go with some dick for the rest of my life yeah so yes and i want a side of pussy in the cup uh yes yeah. i would like to drink it uh um, right i yes. think i'm uh you know what i'm gonna go ahead and uh go with the balls uh add some balls to the salad and uh just going to just do that for the rest of my life. I really had no preference before this moment. Homosexuals. Why they are becoming gay is because they are being encouraged by it. President Obama, it's all right. It's okay. You were born that way. You know what? It gets better. It gets better being, rather than say, you need to turn away from homosexuality. That is a perverted belief. And it is immoral. And it's not natural. But rather than the president saying that, he is saying homosexual. I like how he's like doing his Rush Limbaugh impersonation. Yeah, I, I, baby, I'm, I'm serious. I promise you, remember this boy's name within the next 10 to 15 years. But like this, before this, if he keeps on this right here, before he turns 18, I promise you, he's going to be on somebody's radio station. How can he possibly tell kids are gay these days? They all wear skinny jeans. They all listen to the same pop music. Like, and, and sometimes, how could he possibly know? But like this, and sometimes I can't tell a male from a female. Maybe that's just me. Yeah, like, how, man, this kid is so good. You can get married, and uh, it's all right. I mean, it's all right to be gay. We'll make it better for you. We'll make It'll be all right. <laughs> they, uh, see, I'm not for bullying homosexuals i believe that it's wrong but when you're trying to teach them the word of god um it's good that he took that stance against bullying um because looking at this dude he looks very bullyable anyway yes and, and, and you know what not too many and, and, not the straightest most butch looking dude in the world anyway i'm not saying he's gay i'm just saying if he was for beating up gay kids there's a good chance someone would put him in the group of people to be beat up. And, and you know, not to be hating, but... Um, no, leave the hating to him. But go ahead. Okay. His parents <laughs> got some money because he got a fucking real studio. Nah, he, he got a mic, a glass desk, a laptop, and a computer. No, it's not a real studio. Okay. No. And they consider that bullying? Yeah. I find that a big problem with not being allowed to convert other people to my religion and telling them it is wrong, homosexuality, the belief. I'm not allowed to convert other people to my religion and I find that a problem? Now, I just got to remember that he's 14, but that's like the dumbest shit ever. I, that's like saying, what, what, do you have a problem with Muslims not being allowed to convert you to your, to their religion? You have a problem with atheists not being able to allow to, to convert you? Like, what the fuck kind of idea is that? That is bullying. He's like, I don't like being told that that's bullying. You know, it's like being like, you know, uh, whenever I push a kid down in the mud and <laughs> kick him and in kick the him face. kick him real hard. 
Now, look, I don't believe in bullying these kids, but I don't like being told that just lightly tossing the guy in the mud is not my right. What about the rights of me, the man who decides that the other person ain't, ain't shit? Is condemned by God, and you will go to hell if you continue to follow this belief unless you repent. It's getting to the point where I can't see that anymore. This stupid uh, Fairness West Virginia. You're 14! Wow. Ah! It's getting to the point where I can't even say the things that I used to be able to say when I was 12. It's uh, The world is changing too fast for 14-year-old Caden. Yeah, that is here in West Virginia. There was this kid that was on there, I believe his name was Michael, who said there was a girl that came up to me and said, we prayed for you in church. We prayed that God would show you the light and you would turn away from your evil and wicked beliefs of homosexuality. The kid made fun of that. And then he came out and was like, oh, poor me, poor, she hurt me, she hurt my feelings. But all she was doing was basically, basically, she was witnessing to him. But he took that as bullying. Like, uh, listen, um, if this was my kid and I found this video online, I would want to whoop his ass. <laughs> Like, like, this isn't even some old, like, oh man, your kid was out there, uh, you know, he, he punched someone in the face or, or your kid, uh, you know, I, I saw your kid, he stole some candy from the store. I would, to me, this is just as bad. I feel like, the fuck are you doing in the, in the spare bedroom with your, with a conservative radio show? Playing in the background. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing with your life? It's like uh, when they find drugs in your kids. It's like I come in your room and you're doing this shit. That's how I would. I'll break in this room. Like I break. Did I not come tell in your you room. to say no to drugs. Yeah, I come in. Your, didn't I just tell you to say to just say no to conservative talking points? He uh, took that as bullying. Guys, I'm going to tell you this: when kids are when kids are teens are being basically indoctrinated and encouraged to follow homosexuality with the president saying, it's alright, go ahead and be a homosexual with the vice president. It's alright, be a homosexual. Barbara Boxer was on TV the other day. It's alright, I used to be against homosexuality, but now I've changed. Now I've accepted the rainbow. I'm going to tell you this, guys. President Obama, Vice President Biden, is making kids gay. <laughs> What? <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. Oh god. <laughs> who, who is he getting who's supporting him? Well, eight eight fifty year old white dudes? You didn't see the uh State of the Union where uh Obama was like and I think uh all uh all kids should uh start sucking dick now. Like <laughs> let's uh let's get some let's get some homosexuality going guys it's taking so oh. long um so in the in the comments for this someone said he interviewed herman cain at some point jesus i would love to see that fucking interview 
<laughs> he interviewed Herman Cain. Herman Cain, yeah. They don't have that clip on here. But I know they don't. Oh, I, I wish they We did. can't even interview Herman Cain. I love to interview Herman Cain. Uh, now, I would love to see him interview Herman Cain. I don't want that nigga in my house. <laughs> but, oh, no, through Skype. No, he ain't coming here. <laughs> it's like, oh, anyway, man, I just thought that was special. Um, speaking of special, also, um, apparently, Erica Badu got into some shit. Uh, she was in a video uh, for with the Flaming Lips for the track called Western Esotericism. Mm-hmm. Um, and I watched the video. There's nudity in the video. Um, yeah. And and it's like, but it's not actually not Erica Badu who's naked. It's it's it's, it's her sister. Okay. Um, but I'm gonna play a little bit of the song because the fucking song is horrible to me. Yeah, and my, that's the number one problem and, I have with and, this. And I have a question, baby. You may or may not know this. Is this an incomplete song? No, it's done. It's done. But uh, let me play some of the song for people who haven't heard it. I, I think it's fucking horrible. It's terrible. videos in slow motion extreme close-ups of people and shit it's weird then there's like a naked woman in glitter getting out of a tub covered in glitter smacking her ass now that's not actually actually erica badu but i think the intent of the video is to make it seem like it is erica badu mm-hmm. um because if you're not paying attention you think it's erica badu i did yeah, so she's smapping her ass and shit like that. Um, not like in a grotesque way, but it's like slow motion to show like her ass shake and all this shit. Um, so, um, Erica Badu apparently, um, first initially released on Twitter. Um, uh, and let me start off by saying I'm a big Erica Badu fan. Like, yes, sir. Me too. Uh, one of the only, uh, people I've ever seen in concert, and I don't she go has to concerts. A beautiful that often. voice. And, uh, her show was off the fucking chain. Yes, it was. Um, <clears throat> But apparently, uh, first thing she did was on June 4th, she posted, uh, to Twitter, like, she wanted to have a discussion about the video. Uh, how does it make you feel? Aesthetically, what does it make you fear? Anger, joy, freedom, disgust, disgust, you know? Um, so it seemed like she was kind of like on the side of the video in a way, or at least putting it out there for discussion. And the returns came back and people, her fans seemed to not be very pleased. Um, which, you know, unless you're really just one of those people that are like, I like everything you do. Occasionally it's okay for <clears throat> someone you like to not have the best showing, you know? And that's the truth. You know, personally, you know, it's a bit of a stretch for her to really even be in here. It's like, 
the song's just not that good in my opinion no it's not that good and the video is weird as fuck she so, looked like she's in hot sauce. Then she looked like she's in glitter. Then she looked like she's in cum. Then yeah. she looked like she's trying to drink the cum. I was so confused. Yeah, yeah. The video was, yeah, f- first she's in glitter. Then she's in red that looks like blood. And at the end, she's in white that looks like sperm. Yeah. And it's like they, they keep, they keep like, sperm. they keep zooming in on like her, her lips. And this is an Erica Badu. This is her sister. This is her sister. Um, now she's gotten naked before in the window seat video and everybody's, mm-hmm. you know, got, 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 really was gushing over that and all that stuff. Um, <clears throat> So she, uh, after the video was released, she had some dialogue with her Twitter followers about the imagery of the video, uh, which gave off the impression that she was okay with the release, with the, <clears throat> the video. But, uh, after, uh, a, you know, a couple of days, she went on Twitter and sent this long ass tweet to Wayne Cohn or K O Y N E. I don't know how you pronounce it, who directed the video. Um, and she says, Wayne. Then perhaps next time you get an occasion to work with an artist who respects your mind slash art, you should send at least a rough version of the video you plan to release before you manipulate or compromise the artist's brand by simply releasing a poor excuse for shock and nudity that sends a convoluted message that passes as art to some. Like, first of all, um, this seems very high and mighty of you, Erica, but, um, isn't everything art to just some like, I de- yeah that's the truth isn't there a lot of shit that people will be like yeah um that's not art to me like i'm more upset and offended by it like 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 people couldn't watch window seat and somebody might not have been offended by it like you know this isn't art to me it's just her getting naked you know oh mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, anyway even with window seat there was a method and thought process involved I have not, I, I have not one need for publicity. I just love artistic dialogue. And just because an image is shocking does not make it art. You obviously have a misconception of who I am artistically, but don't, I don't mind that. But by the way, you are an ad, you are an ass. You did everything wrong from the onset. So there's, there's that insult thrown in there. So where does Lil Wayne come in? I'm very confused. Lil Wayne? What are you talking about? Not Lil Wayne, but, uh, she, she's fussing about the person that did the video, right? Yeah. Yeah, she's talking about Wayne Cone. This is the guy oh, who directed oh, the Wayne. video. Oh, Wayne. I, I, I'm, I'm thinking Lil Wayne. I'm sorry. I heard Wayne. I was like, Lil Wayne, I don't understand. No, Karen. I don't even know how you got that out of there. <laughs> Uh, first, you showed me a concept of beautiful, tasteful imagery by the way of video text message. I trusted that and I was mistaken. So apparently he showed her something that she says she approved through video, which to me sounds like, OK, you approved of something. But then you release an unedited, unapproved version within the next few days. And that all spell, spells one thing, self-serving. So she's like, okay, you showed me something on video on my phone. I approved of that. But then you didn't send me like the final cut and it's not approved and it's not edited. And by edit, I'm assuming she means the nudity. I don't know. When asked what the concept meant after you explained it, you replied, it doesn't mean anything. I just want to make a great video that everyone is going to watch. I understood because in the art, as an artist, we all desire that, but we don't all do it at another artist's expense. Um, so I understand what she's saying here because like, I think what's, what's bullshit to me is that I feel like he is trying to make you feel like it's Erica Badu who's naked. Yeah. That's my feeling. Because like I said, that's what I was thinking. It was Erica Badu. Right. If you don't pay attention, you will, the average person will go, Oh my God, Erica Badu is naked. And if you look at how all the press releases that originally 
posted this video it was like erica badu and in naked in in this video basically it's like every title was like oh shocking new uh erica badu, badu video like everything was but she's not the one who's ever shown as actually being naked like she's shown in a tub with with all her like all of her you know the parts that are extreme are covered up so you would even if she was naked it's not in this video nope she says, I understood because as an, as an artist, we all desire that, but we don't all do it at another artist's expense, expense. I attempted to resolve this respectfully by having conversations with you after the release, but that too proved to be a poor excuse for art. From Jump, you begged me to sit in a tub of that other shit, and I saw, and I said, no. So she's like, I didn't want to sit in the blood tub. I didn't want to sit in the glitter tub, okay. which is why you only see her sister getting out of those other liquids right yes you know what i mean and that's and to me that that's what that's why i feel like if she would have went along with that he would have completely made it look like it was her getting naked oh yeah like they might have even have you know edited the sister's face out i don't know you know that yeah even the way that her sister's face is in it they kind of like shoot it from these odd angles it it looks like like her yes that's why i thought it was her so it says um but out of respect for you and other and the artists that you appear to be, I didn't want to kill your concept. I wanted you to at least get it out of your head. After all, you spent your dough on studio, trip to Dallas, etc. So I invited Narok, my little sister and artist, who is much more liberal, to be subject to those other disturbing to me scenes. I told you from jump that I believe your concept to be disturbing, but would give you but would give your edit a chance. Now, here's the thing about that that's funny to me. One, you thought this shit was disgusting and disturbing. Why did you agree to do it? No, not why would you agree to do it? You called your little sister to let them do it? Yeah, yeah, some shit you wouldn't even do yourself. I mean, you're talking about compromising the artists and all this shit and using them to promote your, you know, your art and how it's fucked up and fucking up their image. And then you're like, oh, but my little sister can do it. That's different. She, you know, she's a whore, personally. So you want to have a getting some period blood, then that's fine. Have long a good time. As long as it ain't my brand. You know yes, what I mean? As long as you look like the end of, end of a, uh, anime. So that seems a little self-serving too. Um, but then also, um, I think this happens a lot. Mm-hmm. I think like when people go, how did Kobe end up in those clothes on that GQ cover? How did, uh, LeBron end up in them tight ass pants? What's wrong with Derrick Rose? I really think that these artists, they get paid. They just show up on these sets and they just do what the fuck they're told. Like they are yeah. not actually in charge of anything. It's just mm-hmm. like, all right, now sit in this club, this uh, tub full of red liquid. You're like that looks like period blood. Sit in there. Well, if you think it's gonna turn out good, like, like, like I think that's yeah, what happens. They're looking like idiots. Yeah. So you know, it's like because honestly, she seems to have had a bad feeling about this from jump, and uh, and she'll go on further to say that even her vocals, she felt bad about that. She he didn't use her her her. Her, her right vocals, you know, they were too raw and shit. So she basically was like, um, I feel bad about this, but I'm going to do it. Like, it's just really weird. And this is not an artist that needed this. This is just, no, cause you know, she can really sing. Right. Well, not just she can sing. She's already famous enough. So Ain't it's like, truth. it's really just one of those like, wow, people will really, if you stand behind a camera and tell people to do shit, they will really do anything. Yes, they will. No matter how fucking famous they are, just about, you know, you're like, oh no, I'm a famous photographer. Okay. Well, LeBron, take off your pants. You know, <laughs> now swing your dick around like a helicopter. All right. No, no, trust me. It's for GQ. It's good. It's going to be great. Ha! <laughs> 
um you then said you would take my shots in clear water fully covered parts seeming seen harmless enough and narox part which i was not present for but saw the photos and a sample scene of cornstarch dripping and edit edit them together along with cosmic green skin image images which no one saw uh, and then would show me the edit. Instead, you disrespected me by releasing the pics and rough vid on the internet without my approval. Contract breach, she put in her parentheses. <laughs> like, she would have put a, she would have put a hashtag there. Cashback contract breach. Yeah, sucks. Lawsuit. This is equivalent to putting out a security camera images of me changing in a fitting room. I never would have approved that tasteless, meaningless, shock motivated video. Our art is a reflection of who we are. I have no connection to those images shot in the raw version. I was interested in seeing an amazing edit that would perhaps change or alter my thoughts. Never happened. You also did the same thing with the song itself, which displays crappy rough vocals by me. I let it go. Perhaps I was missing something. I thought I should have followed my first mind back in the studio when recording the vocals your way. And that's in quotes your way. So, like, like I said, I, it really is like you just tell these artists, like, yeah, go over here, do this, do that. And they're so used to taking direction, they just fucking do it, even though in their mind yeah. they're like, this is fucking stupid. Yeah, and I and I think that after she got that backlash, she was like, y'all know what? Yeah, this shit is terrible. Right, and she is an artist that is actually, like, um, enough of a professional and has enough legacy that she could just veto this shit and be like, I'm not doing that. Yep. And, and the fucking song is just not happening. Like, get your money back. I'm not fucking doing this. And she did it and is even feeling uncomfortable. It's just weird that an artist can be that big and still be that uncomfortable. So she says, red flag. It was uncomfortable. For that, I am at fault. Consequently, and I like how she took blame for that part. Because mm-hmm. um, I believe that. She is at fault for, mm-hmm. you know, anytime you do something where you know, like, this is going to be fucked up, but I'm still participating in it, then yeah, you're right. You're, that's on you. Um, and I appreciate her actually taking um, responsibility. You know, responsibility for that. Mm-hmm. Consequently, brother, as a human, I am disgusted with what your with your what appears to be desperation and poor execution and disregard for others. As a director, I am unimpressed. As a sociologist, I understand your type. You think she's a um an actual sociologist? She got a mm-hmm. degree. Mm-hmm. As your fellow artist, I am uninspired. I don't know if she does or not. I'm just asking. Oh, as a woman, she would be no, but don't really know. My as bad. a woman, I feel violated and underestimated. I hope it works out for you, Wayne. Really, I could give a shit less. Still, no, that's contradictory. Still love your life. Still love your live show, though, and you're welcome. Lesson learned. By the way, I have guested in very few videos, but I have always been given the opportunity to see the edit and contribute to it with my role. Well, my role is substantial. Not this time. I guess you feel it's better to apologize and ask for permission and be refused. Hey, love you, man, but your ways are not very nice. Oh, and on behalf of all the artists that you have manipulated or planned to manipulate, find another way. These things have been said out of necessity, and if you don't like it, you can kiss my glittery ass. You her, her non glittery ass. She ain't put no glitter on herself. Yeah, Nay Rock was the one that was glittery. She said, Oh, and Nay Rock told me to tell you to kiss her ass too. Almost forgot. Peace, Miss Badu. And then this dude showing that he gets it took a picture of himself cut with his lips covered in glitter and said, Hey, I kissed it. Oh Lord. (laughs) So it's like, this is arguing with the asshole. But, um, yeah, man, I just thought it was really interesting that, um, you know, even someone like Erica Badu could basically just be given direction and, you know, end up 
being in some bullshit you know yes i still think it'd have been funnier if it was really lil wayne i'm sorry yeah so all right let's now let's really get into guess the race man this is all right so here's our first story for guess the race um and only the chat room is playing along because karen can see the screen so. yes i can here we go new tonight at 11 a strange arrest in myrtle beach where police say a woman stabbed a man in the head after he asked her to have sex myrtle beach police oh. arrested 38 year old crystal brown sunday morning they charged her with aggravated assault the victim says he had only known brown for a few days and asked to have sex with her the report says brown became irate at the suggestion went into the kitchen and grabbed a hook blade knife stabbing him twice on the top of the head before running from the Whoa. home that man was treated by ems on the scene Brown was released from jail this morning. I think the answer was Hi. no. I'm sitting. Um, <laughs> yes, sir. I think she uh, was not okay with that. All right, let's see what the uh, chat room is. What race do you think Crystal Brown, the lady who stabs people who ask for sex, is? Let's see. A nigger-lipped chicken wing shaker. Greg says white. Scarfinger says Latina. Um too late our fingers latina is the answer for you um all right those are all the guesses that we have right now it's kind of a low turnout in the chat room today um the correct answer is black yes she was crystal brown was black she stabbed that man in the head for asking that dumb shit here's another story a shelby woman is 35 years old she's accused of squeezing a man's testicle out of his scrotum this weekend oh that's right karen balls out comedy indeed <laughs> yes police charged joyce maxine gregory with malicious castration and assault afflicting serious bodily injury gregory a 59 year old shelby man argued early saturday morning at the home on bowman street accordingly to according to a shelby police report the man told police he went outside to call 911 after the confrontation. The man said Gregory came outside and grabbed him by his scrotum before he was able to jerk away from her grip. The report states, then the man walked to the Shelby Rescue Squad building for help. He was taken to the Cleveland Regional, Me Regional Medical Center. A hospital urologist told police stitches could repair the man's injury. Stitches to the ball sack. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Police officers on the scene were, uh, back, were, went back to search the home. They found Gregory inside and arrested her. While inside an officer patrol car, Gregory removed her pants and urinated in the back seat. <gasps> oh, nasty. Sounds like she had it together. Uh, she was taken to the magistrate's office after the incident. She was booked in Cleveland County Detention Center. She's being held without bond. Guess the race of Joyce Maxine Gregory chat room. Let's see. Only a white woman could have the rocks to do that. Well, she had his rocks. All right. German Nazi Aryan nation. White says Popson. Pink nippled honky says <laughs> Mr. Brothers. Uh, clearly, this man is a victim of white woman rage. One who got the wrong reasons for taking crowd Maga black. Says Gregor World Peace. Trailer Parker D says D Sire. Correct answer. A Gouda Gal says Scarfinger. Correct answer. Black. Black woman. That's yep. right. Yep. Messing your stereotypes up, fellas. <laughs> I, I thought this was funny. Another guest of race. Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Oh, Florida. A suspended Broward Sheriff's detective 
under house arrest while facing trial on grand theft official misconduct and other charges took off his gps monitor and visited at pompano beach strip club where deputies arrested him monday night so he was under he was suspended and under house arrest he took off his gps monitor and went to the strip club and he's a police officer police oh, damn prosecutors had already argued twice to have brent waddell's 72 oh i'm sorry two thousand dollar bond revoked first after he allegedly sent an intimidating text message to a witness in the case man cops really catch a break during these trials and shit right yep they just try to give him the benefit of the doubt right it's like he he sent a threatening text message to a witness and they're like come on man cut it out <laughs> that's enough Wow. enough of the, enough of these hijinks buddy you better stop it i'm getting really peeved mister and again after he was accused of fleeing from the scene of an accident while on his way to a court hearing uh so he did a hit and run and he still didn't go to jail um he was allowed to stay out of jail both times. According to an arrest warrant, Waddell took off his ankle monitor on Sunday and was told by his pretrial release officer to turn himself in on Monday. When he didn't show, officials demanded his arrest. Deputies found wow. him. Deputies found him Tuesday at 9.20 p.m. at the Cheetah Strip Club in Pompano Beach. A at the Cheetah Strip Club. He was in custody at the Broward's main jail as of Tuesday. Waddell was arrested in September 2011 after a sting operation allegedly caught him in the act of stealing $13,040 from an oxycodone dealer. (gasps) So oxycodone, whatever, oxycodone. So basically he 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 stole money from a drug dealer. Um, The dealer was actually an undercover Miami-Dade police officer. Oh, so he was, okay. I about to say shit, uh, uh, drug dealers are going to kill him. They're going to find him dead. But, yeah, he's an officer, so that's a whole nother different story. Uh, according to the sheriff's office, the phony suspect had pills and $7,340 in a blue bag. So he took out, he took $1,340, so he left 6000 because he's like, well, I'll just leave 6000 uh for them to catch. It's like, that's enough. <laughs> it's wow. like, it's like, so he had exactly $6,000 on him? Yep. Well, that's funny. Yeah. Let me look at all your other reports that you turned in. Oh, let's see. That guy had $4,000 even. This guy had $500 even. This guy had. <laughs> he only had change. Everything yeah. round to the zero. Yeah. $150 even. Hmm. Okay. Um, it's like, I don't like to count the pennies. Um, but Waddell only turned in $6,000 when he got to the, to the Deerfield Beach substation. Officials said the undercover operation was captured on video and audio recordings. Waddell had been suspended without pay pending the outcome of his criminal case. On his way to a formal arraignment in February, his car crashed into another vehicle on Florida's Turnpike. <gasps> According to court records, no one was injured in the, ca- in the crash, but Waddell didn't report it for fear of being late to his court date damn prosecutors didn't learn about the violation until may at which point uh the assistant state attorney urged rubello to revoke the woodell's bond but rubello kept woodell under house arrest ordering the suspended detective to remain at home except when shopping or traveling to or from his job at a hyundai dealership so come on dog come on you buying those hondas you got it you got a free gps you got it from a (laughs) these all come with free gps as long as you take it off my ankle uh, prosecutors did oh wait a month earlier he was they accused him of sending text messages to a witness in the case at that time rubello reminded the defendant to avoid contact with witnesses as one of the conditions of his release we have moved to revoke his bond twice 
this is his third violation. Hopefully he will remain in custody at least until it's time for trial. In addition to the grand theft and uh, official misconduct charges, Waddell is accused of tampering with evidence, falsifying records, and delivery of steroids. If convicted of all charges, he faces more than 30 years in prison. Lock this nigga up and throw away the key. Nah. What race is this man? They're going to let him free again, then. He on the roll. All right, let's check the chat room, see what the race is. Um, too much shit for a black man to not be in jail. White. <laughs> Leonard Brother says Christmas addicts look alike. So it means he's Wampanoag and black. Mm-hmm. Uh, one who wears a do-rag that matches his shoes. Oxy. White might as well be meth or cheese, says Daz. <laughs> <laughs> Correct answer is white. Yes, it was sir. a white man. Oh, yeah. He should have known when he didn't go to jail after fucking up two more times. Yes. Uh, t- two teens uh, got killed. Oh. An Amtrak train stru- struck a Jeep in Poplar Buff, Missouri, killing two teens and injuring one who who were playing a game involving a ghost story. Oh, now they're ghost. Just <laughs> after just after midnight Monday, five teens parked on train tracks that cut across County Road five five four. They parked across the what's wrong with kids? And they shut off the car in search of ghost. They were playing a stupid game called Ghost Train. The object oh, the, a real train came in, damn it. You hear that? I think that's a ghost. Say before they died, it's like, I won! Yes, you did. And the object is to get scared. Kind of like telling stories on Halloween. Uh, the game was to park on the tracks, let the window fog up inside, and let your mind play tricks on you. <laughs> what kind of fucking game is this? This is the dumbest way you to fucking see? die. You can't see? A St. Louis Post-Dispatch reported that a passenger train came around the bend. The driver couldn't start the car again. The three teens fell into safety, but two in a panic were unable to unbuckle themselves. <gasps> what a dumbass way to die. One girl ran back to help them just as the train smashed into the car. Victoria Swanson, 15, and Haley Whitmer, 17, died at the scene. Caitlin Fowler, 15, was seriously injured and hospitalized. The game outlined in 2007 post on strangeusa.com is rooted in the story of a train wreck which occurred in the 1990, in the 1900s, killing nearly everyone on board. Once one parks on the tracks and shuts their car off, the windows will fog up and supposedly train whistles can be heard. While sitting in the car, you will hear something tap on the window and if you're brave enough to look outside, a woman will be standing there asking you where her baby is. And for the extremely brave, if you decide to get out the car, you will see a decapitated man in a ditch searching for his head. What the fuck? Guess the race. Now, Karen, there's no picture on this one, but I know the race. Do you want to guess the race? Yes. What race do you think? All white. (laughs) Okay, let's check the chat room. They're playing hey, along. you ain't going to get no black kids piled up in no car, cutting no fucking um, car off on the track. All right, let's see what everybody else thinks. Um, uh, white girls making stupid decisions, says Greg. Tyler Hansborough's cousins. <laughs> Sounds like Shaggy, Freddie, Velma, and Daphne solved their last mystery. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Scarfinger says white people. Popson says powdered milk white. The correct answer Everybody got it right. White. That's this is the whitest shit ever. What a dumbass way to die. You playing Ghost Train and you won. You a ghost now. 
<laughs> you got the ultimate prize. Right. Now if you go now that now that the the, the, the rumor's gonna change to like if you go out to the tracks and lock the doors and turn off the the, the engine and fog up the windows, you look outside and you see two dumbass girls stuck in their seatbelts. <laughs> they can't get out. <laughs> like, what the fuck is happening? Why did we play this game? And if you get out the car, you see another little girl in the ditch because she was trying to help their dumbass. Yep. Um, this is not guess the race. This is serious. A Dallas man was arrested over the weekend on suspicion of cutting his ex-fiancee's neck with a sword when she broke up with him. Wow. You know, when I hear stories like this, I I can only think of Emily, uh, you know, that's married to Elon James White and Sherry is married to (laughs) Scarfigan. Daryl Edwards Daniels, 47, who changed his Facebook status from engaged to it's complicated. (laughs) It's complicated now. Hours before the, he's looking at that sword like, Oh, it's complicated, all right. Gonna be real complicated when it <coughs> slit her neck. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> he's being held on, uh, assault charges in, uh, after being booked. Oh, I mean, he's being held in jail Sunday after being booked on a felony charge of aggravated assault with serious bodily, bodily injury. A police report said Daniel slammed his ex fiance's head into a door, punched her repeatedly when she told him she wanted to break up. Now look. You really got to want to break up with somebody if you let them put your head in the door. Because I'm going to be honest with you. If I say, let's see other people, and then you start beating me up, you know what? I'm actually, uh, I think I'm happy where we are. Let's let's stay together. I, I don't know what I was thinking. It's like, I'll kill you, motherfucker. You know what? Uh, this can work out. Don't don't even change your Facebook status. Word. I, that's what I'm going to say while you there. Hey, I know it's so, but. Uh, I'm not taking that ass whooping. But uh, when when it's time for me to go, you will never see me again. Oh, it's all the cops. Uh, he said, Daniel then held a sword to the woman's neck and said to her, if you leave, I will use this on you. He then left several small wounds where he began cutting at her neck. After a struggle, the woman managed to get away and ring 911. She did not seek medical attention for her injuries. This ain't the first time this happened. I don't know. No. Yeah. She, she like should have sent his ass a text or something. Yes. Uh, but yeah, that's not a guest of race. We didn't have a, you know. I say white. Well, that's not a guest of race, Karen. Oh. Okay, so come on now. Can't just make everything guest of race. <laughs> uh, all right. So we have some more guest of race. A woman was arrested. Uh, in Ohio, a woman was arrested on theft and assault charges after she allegedly threw hot chili on a store employee Monday. Police said 31-year-old Marissa Robinson, guess the race, of Pleasant Run, selected chili from the soup bar at a Kroger store located um, on Collin Avenue and started eating it while walking through the store. She got chili from the soup bar and started eating it. When a store employee confronted her about eating the chili, Robinson allegedly became angry. You know how that went. Like, uh, ma'am, uh, I, uh, I hate to... Are you going to... um? pay for that chili because the chili is actually uh yeah not free <laughs> do i look like i'm not gonna pay for this chili uh ma'am could please calm down uh this is just i my job and uh just uh, motherfucker uh, just because someone come in here and start eating chili straight off the bar you think they ain't got no money i look broke bitch like oh okay i i this is a mistake <laughs> it's only 39 cents worth of chili and i don't even get paid i know it's so more than six dollars here i'm sorry mm-hmm. Uh, cops say she threw the chili on the employee and began to swing at the employee. Oh. 
Robinson was taken to the Hamilton County Justice Center on both uh, misdemeanors. It's not clear if the employee was injured. Well, I'm sure their pride was. Robinson was arraigned Tuesday morning and will return to court later this month. Officials have not released any additional details about the incident this time. Guess the race of Marissa Robinson. Guess the race, y'all. Check the chat room. Let's see. Yeah, she black, says Scarfinger. Uh, Leonard Brothers says Erica Badu after that video shoot. Uh, Greg says eating while shopping for groceries, white. Popson says, one who enjoys steakums and government cheese. Hmm, I believe that is black. Dad says, dirt, <laughs> dirty Mexican. Not sure what the cleanliness of the Mexican has to do with it, but I guess that just adds extra racism. Correct answer is black. She was a black woman. Full of chili. Um, Tossing chili. <laughs> a Florida couple. Oh, Florida. Who allegedly strangled a 19-year-old girl while she was asleep. Googled how to murder her moments before her death. (gasps) According to police records. (laughs) What? Don't they know about the search function? Don't they know? But that is, don't, but that is, I think that when you Google certain shit, that shit, from knowing Google, because Google know everything, probably automatically call the local police department and have their asses on the way to your house. Like, it, like, do you think the police just, like, maybe that's just a, t- a tactic that they use at everyone's house now when there's a crime they can't solve. They just go to your computer. And see what and the they, hell you've been Googling. Well, they just type in the letter H, because, you know, that'll bring up everything. It's like, they just type in H. It's like, how to murder my wife. This nigga <laughs> guilty. This motherfucker did it. Uh, just put in H. <laughs> How, how do you kill a 19 year old and get away with it well okay that i think we know what happened here um so uh they're accused of plotting the james ayers 32 james ayers and nicole oscar 23 uh james is 32 she's 23 are accused of plotting ways to kill juliana minch and discussing what to do with her body in text messages and online Text messages. Wow. wow. Police claim that the idiots. people, the police claim that the the pair who were friends with Mitch killed her after getting high with her in Fort Lauderdale, March 24th, so they could rob her for drug money. Oh, birds of a feather, I say. Smoke meth together. Uh, Akrasix did an internet search for chemicals to pass out a person. Oh, shit. <laughs> ah! Chemicals to pass out a person. And making people faint. They also, wanted to go to jail. Also, ways to kill people in their sleep, and how to suffocate a person, how to suffocate someone, and how to poison someone. The morning of the murder. So she didn't even like wait twenty four hours to pass. She just looked for the easiest one. I was like, how do I uh, poison her? Oh no, that's too hard. Uh, let me check. Uh, how to suffocate? Okay, put a pillow and, over the face. And, right. and you know what? The the sad part about it is that. I think with the invention of technology, it could be good and bad, but it's made some stupid-ass criminals. I bet you this is one time they asked which day they got a regular book. She also opened a forum titled, Could You Kill Someone in Their Sleep and No One Would Think It's Murder? on GoLiveWire.com, which <gasps> I'm pretty sure is run by the police. <laughs> it's like, wow. how to make a pipe bomb. Uh, just log in here and put your address. <laughs> we'll be right over. Yes. Wait 15 minutes. Um. Mitch was reportedly asleep on the floor as a couple trolled the internet for advice. 
they killed Mitch minutes later. Uh, uh, they posted a photo of her and Ayers enjoying themselves at a bar in South Beach hours after the alleged murder of the teen. So they thought they were being slick. They took a picture of them in a bar and then they didn't post it until hours later. Like, hey, we're just hanging out at the bar, but they had already killed her to like throw oh. off the police. The newspaper, they but probably y'all left all these cyber fingerprints. What the hell is wrong with people? Yeah, you think they, they probably checked into places like, mm-hmm. I like am here. Unmarked grave site. Check in. <laughs> Check I'm, in. You, you think they the mega points? Yeah, Nicole is the mayor of unmarked grave site. <laughs> you think they put that on their Pinterest page? Yeah. <laughs> It's like Google. Let me uh, start a Google Hangout. Hey guys, what's up? Just burying a dead body. Um, the newspaper reported that police documents also show an incriminating tra- trail of text messages left by the suspects the day of the killing. Ayers texted uh, Akrasik Nicole to tell her that uh, the cop he was calling the cops if she did not come home to help him with the body. What kind of threat is that? Bitch, you better get over here and help me with this body. I call the cops. On who? On us? Yes. You part of this too. That's I a know terrible thing. So. He said, Why the fuck would you do that and ruin both our lives when we can just get rid of the shit and move on? Nicole said. Ayers continued to threaten his girlfriend several hours later. We have a dead body in the house and you want to play? He allegedly said. You want to play? <laughs> he said, Let me send one more text message so we can get some more uh, evidence. Oh, yes. The pe- the couple discussed what to do with Mitch's body on Facebook. On Facebook. Oh, March 20th. Stupid. <laughs> on Facebook. He said, can't we just dump it and take it? She says, can't we just go dump it and somewhere and take off? I think Facebook has made criminals lazy. <laughs> it is lazy. The laziest way to be a criminal, right? Yes. And it's made the cop's job easy as fuck, man. Yeah. They just Google, I mean, they just Google and Facebook you and they can find everything. Yeah. Bury the body. It's complicated. Um, police said they like, fi- like, 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 yeah, yeah. Hey, you gonna help me plus bury this one. body or not, bitch? Like, plus one. Ayers went into great details on how, uh, oh wait, I'm sorry. Uh, Ayers was arrested March 28th after telling a work friend that he strangled Mitch when his girlfriend failed to break Mitch's neck. So he told oh. a co they wanted to get caught. He went into great detail as to how he strangled yes, Julie. He did. He went into great details as to how he strangled Julie and left her body in a room that he was renting somewhere in Broward County where he and Julie were staying. Uh, police documents allege. Police said they found Mitch's body after the couple's landlord said she smelled something dead in Ayers' room. Ayers reportedly told his friend the smell was so bad he had to move out of the room. He told his friend this? <laughs> what? Uh, Nicole, Nicole told the police that murder was, was entirely her boyfriend's fault. And then when she was arrested, they always do that. It was his fault. Ayers is charged with first degree murder. His trial begins June 25th. Uh, the case will go before a grand jury June 7th. Guess the race of Nicole and, uh, James Ayers. Nigga, you had me convinced at research. White. That was Scarface. <laughs> Greg says the race of the people Mighty Casey raps about. <laughs> Dad says white people, the same folks who want you not to take the same route that they did for freedom, the Revolutionary War, will be the ones that try to get you killed in your sleep. Popson says a honk nosed Jew, honk honky. <laughs> and ah. Len- Leonard Brothers says Clovisaurus white. <laughs> <laughs> Correct answer is white. You guys are all right. Yes. Uh, those were some white people. That was Jesus. 
What kind of trash? Um, <clears throat> Georgetown police are accusing a woman of ramming two vehicles several times while on her way to a coffee shop. Demetria Williams, 32, was a, was charged with two counts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, driving while intoxicated, evading arrest, and theft, the warrant said. One of the victims said Williams, who was driving a gray Chevrolet Malibu, had rammed his car several times from behind about 6.45 p.m. June 2nd. So wait, you you going to the coffee shop at 6.45? No one needs caffeine that bad. I know so. In the afternoon? Um and also pointed her middle finger at him, according to the warrant. He told police he followed Williams after she ran his car to a Starbucks coffee shop. Uh, another victim told police Williams hit her Lexus three to five times. Ain't that always the way? The Lexus get hit by a fucking Chevrolet Malibu. Ah, <laughs> really? Really? I yeah. know you ain't got insurance, you crackhead. Um, from behind over the course of a mile. So she hit her four or five times behind in, over, over the course of a mile. The victim driving the Lexus told police that when she stopped at a stop sign that William said, you don't want to mess with her and she would fuck us up. She was on cocaine. She was on a cocaine run and we had got in her way. Oh, shit. I get this cocaine, motherfucker. Cocaine Boom. and caffeine. Uh-huh. <laughs> Gotta go coffee shop, get my cocaine. Yes. Uh, uh, the officer tried to arrest Williams, but she resisted until she was assisted to the ground and placed in handcuffs. Oh, they ain't taser? I'm pretty sure that means they beat her ass. Oh. Assisted to the ground? Like the cops are like, here, ma'am, may I have your hand, madam? I'll assist you Yeah, to the I was ground. thinking they tased her. They put at them billy sticks. They did something. They hit upside her fucking head. That's what they did. I bet you that caffeine. Allow me to assist your ass to the ground. <laughs> I bet you that cocaine, that cocaine, that cocaine and caffeine ran, ran at her sister then. It's been my pleasure to serve you. A uh, Starbucks employee told the officers that Williams had not paid for the food and the coffee that she walked out with. Williams told the officer she had no money and she had been drinking a lot, according to the warrant. She told police officers that her name was Honey Motherfucking Cocaine. <laughs> ah! <sighs> Woo! That's something a high person would a high person would do. Honey Motherfucking Cocaine. <laughs> Ma'am, uh, can I get your license and your, uh, your ID? Uh, I can, no, I don't got no ID. I ain't got no money either. Man, complete. Can you just tell me your name? I'll just look. Uh, my name is Honey Motherfucking Cocaine. Um, the officer found an empty beer bottle, um, and four bottles of wine in the car. According to the warrant, Williams was being held in jail on forty three thousand five hundred dollars bail. According to public records, so Jesus, Honey Motherfucking Cocaine. What what race do y'all think Honey Motherfucking Cocaine is, uh, guys? Black, no says Scarfinger, you had to fight the urge to say nigger, and I don't know any white Williamses. Well, I don't even say nigger like that, so that's, you think about Brandon. Um, I say nigger. One who can grow a reverse afro on their chin, James Harden, Ibaka Black, Black, I mean. Tyler Perry heroin. Oh, that's, that's, that's bad. Uh, African booty stature. Oh, a light-skinned, angry black woman. Well, isn't a Tyler Perry heroin a, a black man in a dress? So I'm not sure that this, that's right. Me either. Me anyway, either, sir. correct y'all. Y'all, cor- the people that said black women are all right. Think you think you had it at Demetria Williams? Doesn't normally uh, come back from that. Um, I th- I just thought this story was sad, man. A man um threatened his neighbor with a samurai sword and he got a, a slap on the wrist, man. He didn't even. Go to jail. He didn't go to jail. Yeah, he said his neighbor was playing his music too loudly and jumping on the floor and upstairs. So 
he got a, he got a sword and went up there and uh threatened the dude and uh didn't even didn't even do go any jail go to jail or nothing man laws has got to change people nobody you can't do that with a gun you can't be out there pulling guns on people and not going to jail yeah i know so it's fucked up man um michael rice 23 guess the race faces a first degree murder charge here we go michael rice's family says that he came to sarasota last week for a vacation is that in florida sarasota Hmm, sounds florida i think it is yeah i think it is but the handcuffs and dozens of bullets found in his van and his comment reported uh during his arrest revealed a different reason that he came Uh oh he came to sarasota to kill oh i'm about to say this sounds like to catch a predator going on here i came to kill one person rice 23 reportedly said <laughs> oh, i went blind moments after he was arrested in may 26 the killing of sarasota band at bentley's res- resort hotel in osprey according to court documents released wednesday rice did not resist arrest after he was captured by deputies while speaking about his plan to kill someone rice did not identify anyone specific as his target he told deputies um wait yeah he told deputies that he would cooperate with prosecutors rice faces a first-degree murder charge in the shooting death of 48-year-old Felipe A. Nahan, a Sarasota pool salesman, who was at Bentley's Tiki Bar with his girlfriend and friends who witnessed his murder. Nahan was shot in the head and died at the scene. Course, damn, we caught that Abraham Lincoln. According to a wow. search warrant, sheriff's detectives found dozens of rounds of ammunition and several already loaded magazines for a handgun in a van belonging to rice several witnesses say that rice briefly exchanged words with nahan at the poolside tiki bar and thought that a joke might be what set rice off the victim walked up to the bar to get a drink and rice asked him to tell him a joke Uh oh so the dude that's the killer said hey tell me a joke rice became angry at the conclusion of the joke and yelled at the victim the fuck could the joke be ha ah! Jesus. Either it was just, maybe you told him a Carlos Mencia Dane Cook joke. No, I don't know. He's like, I've heard that joke before. How dare you, motherfucker? That's Louis C.K. joke. Um, When Nahan turned to leave, despite being told by Rice to sit, Rice suddenly shot Nahan in the head. (gasps) Several bar patrons, including Nahan's girlfriend, told deputies that Rice then pointed the gun at them and told them to back away. Surveillance video reportedly shows Rice walking behind the bar and drinking liquor before placing the handgun on the table and leaving. Damn. Went behind the bar, had some drinks, and then left, and left the gun. Investigators say they found no connection between the and the Rice, a South Carolina dump truck driver and volunteer firefighter, firefighter who was a guest at the hotel. Rice told investigators that he was at the hotel with his family for a vacation. Rice, oh damn! Rice, Rice paid. For, right, his family was. <laughs> hey, what's wrong with you, Dad? Nothing. I just heard the worst joke. I'm sorry. Ever. It just got to me. That motherfucking joke was so bad, I had to kill the man yeah. that told me the first, joke. First of all, I heard that joke before. Didn't it, even, it was terrible. Doesn't even go that way. <laughs> no, it's, and no instead, instead of killing me dead, I had to kill him dead over that damn joke. <laughs> he died laughing. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, uh, Rice paid for two rooms, one for himself and his girlfriend, another for his mother and stepfather. The girlfriend, mother, and stepfather were not at the bar when the shooting occurred. A search of his van uh, revealed boxes containing more than 60 rounds of ammunition and several loaded magazines for a semi-automatic handgun, a gun holster, silver handcuffs, some shotgun shells, two valves containing 69 pills that have yet to be analyzed. Rice's arrest and reports of his bizarre behavior have stunned his co-workers. 
it was a surprise to learn folks who knew him uh said the emergency management chief charlie king king indefinitely suspended rice who had five years uh served as a volunteer firefighter and had achieved the rank of lieutenant rice had passed all criminal background checks and periodically required that are periodically required for firefighters he had no discipline issues uh details about the case are not readily available but a deputy at the uh osani jail I think that's how you pronounce it. Oksani said that the misdemeanor charge typically is for drunken behavior and that Rice was released the next day after paying a fine uh, in 2008 when he was arrested for disorderly conduct. On his MySpace webpage, which does not appear to have been updated in a couple of years because it's fucking MySpace. They went to MySpace? Uh, right. <laughs> it must have been public. Uh, but anyway, they talk about his high school he went to and shit. Anyway, guess the race of this uh mr mr rice mr michael rice gregor world peace says white scarfinger says white dad says white supervillain with the flair for the dramatic only white villains take time to explain their schemes rice cake white says popson it does seem like a quentin tarantino movie where a dude's like tell me a joke i know right he's like i gotta tell you a joke i don't know it's he's like, i'll tell you the punchline nothing's wrong if it's funny pow yeah, yeah, that dude was white. You guys, you guys are right. My gun did not like your joke. Um, this is a quick one. Uh, did not guess the race. I don't have a picture of her. A uh, man told police that a woman assaulted him after an argument over groceries Sunday afternoon. According to a police report, the woman went to Charles Talbert's home on Lakeview Street to confront him about the groceries. That's when the argument became heated and the woman jumped out of her wheelchair. Jumped out of her wheelchair. And punched Talbert, who's 29 years old, in the face and the chest. She must not have been paralyzed then. Maybe she wasn't in a wheelchair for being paralyzed. That's true. Talbert told police that she then removed her prosthetic leg and struck him with it. Ha! <laughs> 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 Nigga, I will beat you with my fake leg. Now, this isn't even a fair fight. I mean, she obviously had a leg up on the competition. <laughs> Talbert said his cell phone glasses were damaged. His cell phone and glasses were damaged in the fight. Police said the woman was injured in the altercation after witnesses pulled her away. They said her dialysis tube was pulled out of her neck during the fight and she was transported to the hospital. Oh. Got, got beat up by a woman in a wheelchair with a with diabetes yeah. and a fucked up leg. Oh, wow. You can't go she home. put the badow on him. Can't go home after that one, bruh. All right, back to guess the race. After a nine-year-old boy hit him with a water balloon Saturday, a 33-year-old man, uh, uh, pushed him to the ground and kicked him. Joe Mangion, 33, started the water balloon fight with the nine-year-old, but he became enraged when the child hit him with one. Now, you're playing with children now. You know, you have to draw lines with children because sometimes children get rough. Um, He started the fight. And that's the thing. You started it. Kids and then the kid won, and he was like, fuck that, son. I don't get wet. That, but you was playing with the kid. Kids play. Manjian chased the child and a witness uh, who saw it said that Mr. Manjian pushed the child to the ground before kicking and stomping on him. Damn. When the child's mother, Helen Flynn, intervened, Mr. Manjian punched her in the face. Both Mrs. Flynn and her son later refused medical treatment. Mr. Manjian was charged with two counts, each with simple assault and harassment. He was sent to the Lackawanna County uh, Prison in lieu of $5,000 bail, which he posted Monday. This ain't the first time he done punched the baby and the mama. <laughs> Fuck that. 
They be like, punches woman in face, woman stabs man. The end of this fucking article. This ain't the first time. How can you tell that it's more than one, Karen? You come out there and kick a baby, and then you come out there, you punch me in the fucking... F- no, this is not the first time. Uh, all right. So what? And no, no, no. I'm going to tell you what, 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 what clues me. Mm-hmm. They refuse medical help. This is not the first time. Oh, you think he knew these people? Yes. I think him, <coughs> him and her was in a relationship. They might not have been married. And he's probably abusive. And the mom was like, no, we're not going to get any medical assistance because if we do, they'll find other shit wrong. Okay. All right. Well, guess the race. There's no picture of him for you, but I know that I know his race. I say white. Okay. Going with white, Karen. Going with white. Uh, let's check with the chat room. Uh, see what they think about the race of uh, Mr. Mangion. Uh, Italian, says Gregor World Peace. Um... Crackerist of the crackers says men of brothers. I say one who doesn't eat chicken while the bone is in. White says pops I like that one. Um the correct answer oh, let's see, Super Mario playing spaghetti eating Italian. Correct answer is white. He was a white man, people. It's all there in the clues. Read the signs. Yeah, because you, yeah, because this I maybe it's just me and my racism. This has been been totally different if it was black. <laughs> all right well that's it for the day's show man um uh, thank you guys for hanging out with us in the chat room thank you thank you for everybody that listens on the podcast and all that good stuff uh today's show was sponsored by shadow dog productions audio play stuck starring friends of the podcast john fouts nathaniel j brown and alexa yeams check it out it's 10 minutes long is 99 cents shadow dog production.com slash stuck html it's also brought to you by Adam and Eve. You use the code what, Karen? TBGWT. And you get three free DVDs, 50% off of any item in the store just about, uh, a free central gift I can't tell you about, and free shipping. The best kind. TBGWT. And it's also brought to you by LDB Cosmetics. Are you looking to be beautiful? Hmm? I hope so. Coordinating the fashion show, photo shoot. Mm-hmm. Weddings? Do you just want to come up? Hmm? You got mm-hmm. a prom? Mm-hmm. Glam party? Won't look professional for that interview? Tired of looking raggedy? I know so. Contact LDB Cosmetics by going to, in, you can either go to LDBCosmetics.com, you can email them, info at LDBCosmetics.com, or you can call them, 443-531-4634. That's 443-531-4634. And remember, keep it beauty. Stop looking raggedy out there. I know. Stop looking like clowns. Yeah, stop looking like you just stepped out of a clown car. Yeah. Somebody throw water on your baby and punch you in the face. Does powder come off your face? That's because you got too much makeup on. Oh, it's not waterproof. All right. You can also check us out at theblackouttips.com. Donate. Go visit our sponsors. Uh, you know, donate your account. You know, do all that good stuff that you can do. Of course. Make sure you're participating in the discussion by going on iTunes, leaving us five-star reviews. We will read them. Five-star reviews. It's a good way to get your opinion heard. Uh, somebody asked me, could they put a link to their music in a five-star review? Yes, and I will play it on the show. Yes, sir. You can find a way to get yeah, iTunes, iTunes to let to do you do it. that. Um, mm-hmm. 
you can also um email us the blackoutists at gmail.com already getting plenty of emails voicemail 704-557-0186 that's 704-557-0186 getting plenty of uh voicemails already um i know we are voting the polls leave comments on the page oh uh, getting a lot of those too uh, yes. a lot of controversial it's, topics controversial guests yeah and a lot of people got a lot to say yeah follow us on twitter i'm at rodimus prime i'm say that again that is in d-a-t and the show twitter is at tbg wt and you can also find our guest spots and stuff on the blackout tips it's it, just go to the site if you haven't been go check it out man we, it's always stuff you can do you can subscribe to the to the uh website and you'll get an update every time we publish something that way you can be up to date like oh rod was on this show let me look that up on stitcher oh karen was on that show let me add that to my itunes oh the show time has changed let me i want to be informed now right we will not be doing a saturday morning show because you just heard i have to work so be saturday afternoon again um so yeah man just make sure you're doing that like us on stitcher share us on stitcher yes uh, thumbs us thumbs up thumbs, yeah give us a thumbs, thumbs up. up you know keep us hot you yeah know, all that stuff people and and before you go on, uh, i didn't realize this before uh stitcher radio every time you thumbs up you need to thumbs up per episode because that's what keeps us in the uh top uh, 100 for that and keep on sharing y'all we stand in the top 100 and we thank you guys so much for that all right man so uh shout out to nick jew and shirley wong we did an episode by ourselves yes sir until next time love you you too baby Mwah.
smoking 